0: show the truth in sports talk streaming when you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin all you have to do is find the monty show streaming live and available 24 hours a day seven days a week on youtube and now here's monty
1: hey yo man how the heck are you a fantastic thursday may 18th 2023 on the monty show i on monty That's Jake Hello, and we are presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, Utah's best injury attorneys. Look at how beautiful the days are around this country. Even in Rochester, New York for the PGA Championship where I think they reported a high of six degrees today. Yeah, it's Uh, real cold out there. Yeah, People are on their bicycles. Uh, Wear your helmets, please. The Advocates remind you when you're on a motorcycle, you're on a bicycle, you're on a scooter, be safe, wear a helmet. Because accidents are going to happen. And when they do, you need to get to theadvocates.com and chat with an injury attorney live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week for absolutely no cost because you never pay until the advocates win your case. At theadvocates.com, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Another day, another huge Pac 12 story. Um, And this time, I got to tell you. as you guys are hitting the like button right now, that means you should go hit the like yeah, button. Yeah, do it. Um, we yeah. had this story on NBC being out on the Pac-12 network um, at least Monday. So as the Pac-12 turns on this show, really has kind of become the lead story for the last <laughs> six weeks. like Er day, right? Well, today we got lit up with DMs and tweets because Ross Dellinger at Sports Illustrated uh, on his podcast apparently said, Hey, uh, NBC Universal is out on the Pac 12, as we reported on this show Monday. Oh, oh. Uh, we told you on Monday that um, NBC Universal was out and that this NBC uh, deal to stream one single NFL game. And they're paying $110 million to do it. One game for the NFL playoffs on Peacock exclusively, $110 million. Wow. Um, But that took them out of contention for the Pac-12. And really, we had talked about this last week as well, that silence from NBC was never a good thing. Because you knew when there was no update and nothing was moving forward. And our sources had said, there really has not been much here for about two weeks. And when I say not much here, that was a significant change in tone because NBC and the Pac-12 had had substantive significant conversations about the hows and the whys and the wheres and the whens that they were going to do a deal. And we reported exclusively on the show about six weeks ago that NBC Universal was going to use USA Network as their primary home for Pac-12 football and that there would be a game a week on Peacock and that this deal would essentially e- eliminate ESPN as well as Apple TV from the conversations with the Pac-12 because NBC Universal was going all in. The problem was all in was $150 million as we reported on this show. Thanks. So there was gonna be a, a, a revenue shortfall which is why that deal was not consummated. We have talked to our TV sources. We have heard repeatedly from, from multiple people that $150 million was the number that NBC Universal was capped out at on Pac-12 athletics. And again, we're talking about USA Network, which is already a sports hub for NBC Universal. That's where you find your Premier League football, among other things. So it made sense, it made sense for NBC to own the late night window. They already have Big Ten after dark uh, coming to Peacock and NBC. They are working very diligently to renew Notre Dame football. And I think this, this deal with the NFL, and I think the best way to say it is it caught NBC, not off guard, but I believe they went into those negotiations believing that would never happen. The NFL was never gonna put an NFL playoff game exclusively on Peacock until they did and NBC agreed to pay $110 million, and Jake, it feels like that was the death blow for the Pac-12 at NBC.
0: Yeah, and I think that it's really unfortunate because I think NBC was one of the few spots that had a nice setup for the Pac-12. You know, you look at NBC, and you look at ESPN, and they both kind of offer the same thing, except the only difference is, is NBC was willing to give you a lot more money, and NBC was willing to work with you on a lot of different things, and I think you know, there's this there's this story that's come out today about how, you know, the Pac-12 announces they're going to do all this behind-the-scenes stuff and this cool sideline stuff. But wait, Jake, and- was,
1: was that today? Because I think that was about three weeks ago right here on the Monty Show that we told you uh, that ESPN and the Pac-12 were indeed still working together to add uh, new features uh, to the broadcast. Oh, about three weeks ago, we told Man. you ESPN. Well, you can't make this up, and the funny thing is, look, I understand. Trust me, bro, we don't have sources. You guys, well, you know. No, trust
0: me, bro, is dude's name. He's yeah, the his, source's name, and he's uh, very hello? informative. Oh, hey, hey
1: Mon it's uh, trust me, bro. How are you? Uh, here we go. Here we
0: go. Right.
1: Ready? Ready. Hello? Hey, Monty, it's trust me, bro. Right, like that's how my life hey, has lived when the phone rings. Anyway, my point is, we've known this and i encourage you again it's all on youtube it's all there forever but this is a big big deal yeah because i think one of the other things that you have to consider is that espn's business model is changing Mm -hmm. right andrew Marshan, new york post the leading media authority in this country reporting today that espn is going direct to consumer They are targeting people who are saying, hey, I'm done paying for a cable or a satellite bill. And I think this has always been the natural progression in the TV industry, that ESPN was gonna cut out the middleman and they are going to go directly to your cell phone and directly to your television. And ESPN is sort of already doing that by ESPN app, the ESPN plus features, like all of that. But now they are clearly pointing the mothership That's what what's called direct to consumer uh, DTC because they want to stop with carriage fees. They want to stop with carriage disputes. They want to be able to reach everybody anywhere they are on the entire planet. And right now on to a certain extent, they are limited in doing that because you you either have to download the app or it's not in your nature now because you can flip on your cable or satellite provider and get ESPN TV. Thanks. But you've talked about this repeatedly that paying a cable bill is a, is quickly becoming a thing of the past.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, I've said so many times on the show, Grim, that if I didn't do this show or I didn't need to be 100% in the loop on every little thing that we need to talk about on this show, I wouldn't be a direct TV customer. I, I, there's just no need for it anymore. I mean, uh, quite literally, the only reason that... I am a DirecTV customer because the Utah Jazz, who we built our channel on, basically, we are known uh, to talk a ton of jazz during the NBA season and obviously with the draft and everything. But the issue was is that the Utah Jazz can't be found uh with ease on like a youtube tv let's say or any other huge platform you got to go to like fubo or whatever so for me the only reason i'm a direct tv customer not a youtube tv customer full-time is because i needed to watch uh i needed to watch the utah jazz and then furthermore as i dug into youtube tv noticed that they didn't have an mlb package attached to their service so for me i was like yeah dude like i need to watch baseball i definitely need to watch the jazz and i just I, I i i just like i just need direct tv to do what i need to do for the show but again if i was just you know uh, an average consumer who you know two kids you know dog white picket fence you know nine to five job i would be youtube tv and probably netflix and prime video Th- those would probably be the three that i would go with and and i don't blame people for cutting the cord. But again, I think this is why ESPN is so successful uh, in where they're going. And everyone wants to say, oh, they're laying people off and oh my God, they're burning to the ground. And it's like, no, dude, you don't understand. ESPN is incredibly profitable. The only reason they are laying off is because Disney is mandating it because other platforms in the Disney family are struggling and ESPN has enough money in it to to absorb layoffs and absorb these different things so that's why i say when you think about hey this is on tv or this is this is on like hey the the you know the open right the pga championship is on how can i go and get that on my phone well i don't want to have to think about hey fox or espn or whatever Basically, I just want to get into the ESPN app because I know no matter where this is being broadcast. ESPN can provide it to me. That's right. That's the beauty of it. It makes it easier for the consumer, which makes it easier for ESPN, which ultimately makes it easier for ESPN to sell the product to advertisers in the advertising space. That's it. And I, I,
1: I think you look at Disney's business issues right now. I mean, whether it is Hulu becoming a problem, whether it is some some acceptance of, of children's programming on stream because apparently there's some some friction there as well. The bottom line is Disney's portfolio makes them $5 billion a quarter. But I thought you said a quarter. $5 billion a quarter in streaming. The only way for Disney to go with streaming is up. And they're still making right now at a low point five billion billion a quarter. But you also understand that Disney has a business unit has issues in the state of Florida with Ron DeSantis and today it was announced that Disney is terminating a large development project in Florida and Orlando um, over this dispute with the government. Like there's just a lot going on in the Disney sphere and that is pulling ESPN down. But you you look at that number, $430 million a quarter coming in on ESPN subscribers and that number is growing incrementally. So. What are we talking about this for? Because now you say, okay, well, ESPN's now gonna really start targeting cord cutters by going direct to consumer. Well, that means they're trying to make more money. And really, what it says is ESPN's in no hurry to cut a massive check to the Pac-12. Yeah. And I think ESPN has played this masterfully, for better or for worse. No, you know, depending on, on your perspective and how you feel about it, ESPN's played this masterfully. Because my guess is. When, when a TV deal eventually gets announced, eventually, and I will also say, somebody today said to me, if a TV deal gets announced. But Ray Anderson. If a TV um, deal gets announced. Um, because did anybody um, see what Arizona Athletic Director Dave Hickey said? Jason Shear, um, I think at Wildcat Country or some uh, uh, an Arizona blogger, um, put this out. This is crazy, dude. This is Dave Hickey who is, who is saying this, the athletic director at Arizona. I am not sure how to say it because it might change tomorrow, but we are faced with a new and ever-changing world in conference realignment. <coughs> or in conference alignments, excuse me. Adjustments will have to be made, but I know that we will land in a very good spot. So wait, did, did you just say the athletic director at Arizona? Dave, 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 Dave who's Whose president, President Robbins, has very clearly and very plainly said, hey, I have great affinity for the Big 12. They are a power basketball conference. I want it. Did you just say that adjustments will have to be made, but you know that Arizona will land in a very good spot? Um, oh, do tell. Dave Hickey, the athletic director at Arizona, continues. Certainly the hope. Who knows? Whenever you print the results, it may be different than the hope. So your hope, wait, um, let me get this right. Um. So you're hoping that nothing changes, but the result might be different than you had hoped. oh It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. Dave Heakey, the athletic director at Arizona, continues. <laughs>
0: Dude, stop. Talking, stop talking, please.
1: (laughs) We'd like to be with the Pac-12 and continue the great tradition of the conference. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. You should put your hands at 10 and 2. Here it comes. (laughs) If not, there will be a new landscape and a new opportunity for the University of Arizona. Whoa. whoa, Holy cow.
0: Oh, cool. Arizona
1: athletic director Dave Hickey being brutally honest, bro. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'll have to figure something out. Like that is bro, as, Buddy, that's as keeps in it real as, as I can remember from an athletic Buddy director. Did you just say that
0: they might land in a different conference that starts with a B
1: and ends with a two? No, what he said was, Hey, we don't want to leave, but we probably have to, and we're going to be just fine. Um, I Bro. mean, it, it, you, you're starting to see when you put all these pieces together, well, another TV partner's out, so let's get this right. Amazon Prime Sports, out on the Pac-12. Fox Sports, out on the Pac-12 as a tier one. ESPN, not paying any more than 90 million, give them <coughs> whatever you want. <coughs> NBC Universal, out on the Pac-12. <coughs> Apple TV, up in the air, remains to be determined. Right. But this is a significant statement from an athletic director who said that they'd like to stay in the Pac-12 and continue the great tradition. If not, there's a new landscape and a new opportunity for the University of Arizona. Dude, bro. So this is only on top of President Robbins at Arizona, who said, I know what the big 12 number is. I just need to hear what the Pac-12 number is then I can make a decision because... Dude. Arizona's close to the Big 12 and that league's powerhouse basketball brand gives me some affinities, (coughs) according to Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports. Bro.
0: So wait, you've been talking to Brett, you have a backup plan, and you're just waiting to see what number comes down. And then, you know, a couple weeks, you know, it's the 18th of May. Probably have probably have a deal with inside of a month or so. You know, certainly before the end of June. Okay, oh, so man. so you're telling me you've talked to Brett. You have a plan. You're just waiting to, for that 20 million dollar number to be announced on the Zoom call with Dude. George, so that you can go ahead and call U-Haul and pack your stuff.
1: Dude. Dude.
0: That is a wild statement to I mean, put out. That is either going to be, like, a hallmark, like, comment we'll never forget in the history of this conference, or that thing's going to be laughed at for, like, the next 50 years if they they find a way to get a TV deal.
1: (laughs) And then there's Matt Ritson, who paid $5 to make this comment. Hey, Monty and Jake. Hey, Monty. Pac-12 network comes on Blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> Blackberry rolled out the Q-wordy keyboard. Blackberry Pearl. Good lord. Uh, Derek Myrie gives us $10 to say just a wonderful show. Thank you, Derek. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. you, bro. Dude, um, I, mean,
0: I don't know. Like, I don't even know. I'm still sitting here in shock over this because, you know, we we saw this and I, it, before the show, and I was just like, dude, like, why would you say that? I mean, the like, because think about it. You just came out and said like you put it in the press that, that, that Arizona, you Arizona, a player's program, a player's program is definitely got a backup plan. And there are going to be other opportunities. If the PAC 12 doesn't work out, dude, this isn't like you're leasing some apartment, bro. This is your conference alignment, man. Like this is a big deal and dudes over here talking about it like he's just like, yeah, well, we'll see if I mean if it works out great. If not, we're going to go join BY uh in the Big 12.
1: Dude, I mean, is it too strong to say that that's de- I mean, he's hinting at leaving the Pac-12. Oh, I think he's doing I mean, more I, than I, I don't at know it. how you I don't know how else you slice that statement. But again, I just I just go back and recap this cuz I see a lot of people joining the show. I the news today is significant, in that Ross Dellinger at Sports Illustrated confirms our story from Monday. Yeah. Right Monday. Yeah. That NBC Universal is out on the Pac-12. <coughs> Ross Dellinger Thursday, after we reported it Monday. Yeah. Today on his podcast said NBC Universal's out. And again, that's because they paid the NFL for one game a week. A hundred? No, no, no. A hundred and not one game a week. One playoff game exclusively on Peacock streaming. $110 million. Yeah. NBC Universal. Paid the NFL. And yeah. that, that was Pac-12 money. And now that's gone. So they're out. And we also reported this week that um, ESPN paid Pat McAfee what some believe is a hundred and $50 million for three years. But wait, the optics, the optics. But in all seriousness, you look at this comment by President Kirk Schultz up at Washington State who said, hey, there are people the TV partners and he had mentioned ESPN and said, well, but tech is going through layoffs and they, they think the optics would be bad to announce a deal. And he was clearly talking about ESPN. Yeah, clearly. And then ESPN announces, hey, we we're we're paying Pat McAfee what is being reported as $50 million a year oh. for three years uh, and his entire staff and we're paying to produce the show, but the optics, right? Yeah. And now you hear that they're making 400 plus million dollars a quarter on streaming, but the optics, it's not the optics. You know why Pac 12 doesn't have a TV deal? Because they don't have somebody to distribute their product. For a dollar amount that will keep the league together. And I, I I know this is gonna sound trivial, and I know that people are gonna say that, hey, you know what? You're making you're you're making a mountain out of a mohill. For the first time today, a source that we talk to regularly, Very use the reliable. word use the word if yeah. the Pac 12 remains. Because let's also not forget this San Diego State story. Yep. Worthy. And again, not to keep telling you, hey. Hey, bless up. We told you everything. It's not triple penalties to San Diego State after June 30th.
0: Which Which is what was initially reported.
1: And what Sports Illustrated continues to report. Today, they reported that if San Diego State leaves, they have to pay $51 million after June 30th. San Diego State and conference officials confirmed to us that it's $34 million. That's a completely different number than 51. Yes, it is. It's But 17 million less. So if they leave by June 30th, they pay $17 million, San Diego State. If they leave the Mountain West after June 30th, they have to pay $34 million. So you hear that on top of, well, ESPN doesn't really have a TV deal to make with the Pac-12 and now you hear, well, they're paying Pat McAfee and they're going direct to consumer. Like I think the Pac-12 is at the bottom of everybody's list because I would also remind you what we've reported on this show. Sources in the TV industry have said to us that ESPN, it's almost an automatic is gonna renew NBA rights for $5 billion a year. Yeah. I said a year, not total, over like five years, $5 billion per calendar year.
0: So wait, you're telling me that they need to lay people off to control their margins so that they can make sure they have enough money to pay the NBA rights? Well,
1: that means optics.
0: Optic. Oh, but it's optics. They're laying <laughs> people off because they're struggling. So they would never want to sign Pat McAfee? what
1: yeah it's no a problem.
0: dude they're laying people off because other sectors of Disney are struggling and I would think this is just a guess right just a guess I know we don't know anything but I would guess <laughs> the layoffs and saving some of that costs help you pay five billion dollars a season so don't tell me that ESPN is sweating 90 or let's get let's get insane 100 million dollars for the pac 12. I don't want to hear that the Pac-12 is at the bottom of everyone's list. You know what the Pac-12 is? The Pac-12 is irrelevant because you never win anything and you don't do anything in revenue generating sports. You need to win the Rose Bowl, Utah. You need to not go to Georgia and get your face kicked in, Oregon. Like you need to go and win the national TV game. Nobody cares about week six in the Pac-12. You need to win Florida week one, Utah, and then you need to not lose to Penn State on national TV. That's why the Pac
1: 12 doesn't have a TV deal. Yep. William Lorg, thank you for the super sticker. He gives us $10 on that. Hey, big shout out uh, to our guy, Marlon Shaw, who gives us 10 memberships. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Appreciate that. Nate Simons gives us five memberships. Let's go. Let's go. Appreciate all of you. Thank you for participating in the show. Boom. Quick update for you. Bryce Indy Chambeau of Live Golf is the leader at the PGA Championship. <sighs> Four under 66 in round one. Scotty Scheffler. Huge. Yep. Scotty Scheffler's a shot back at minus three sixty seven. Connors uh at minus three sixty seven. Keegan Bradley, minus two. Um uh he shot a minus two sixty eight. Uh, they had a, are you guys ready for this? I'm not even joking. The PGA championship was delayed because of a frost delay Bro. this morning in Rochester, New York. It's really They difficult. had, they had a crazy cooling trend come in and they couldn't start the round this morning because of frost. Yeah. So it's kind of later and they're, <laughs> they're hoping to get everybody through. I think Phil Mickelson's uh, in the last group, like, There's a lot of big names. Max Homa's on the course right now. There's a lot of big names at the PGA Championship who are likely not to finish their round today. Um, So we'll keep you updated on that. But Bryson DeChambeau is the leader in the clubhouse, minus 466 after round one, uh, after his round one of the pga championship all right guys great to have you here today i appreciate you let's get some of your thoughts in here expedition greg how the heck are you any truth to the rumors of washington and oregon to the big ten uh, Well, another
0: point this week
1: we reported this exclusively on the show uh because brett mcmurphy had gone and tweeted out that they had been cleared and vetted and brett mcmurphy i hold in very hard regard i've known brett for many years at action network now Uh, But Brett had tweeted out this week that Washington and Oregon had been cleared and vetted. Um, That might have been last week, too. I don't It all runs together. But uh, we actually did a lot of homework on that story because I'll be candid with you. I didn't know what cleared and vetted meant. Yeah. Like, what did that mean? So we really got aggressive with it. And TV industry sources and conference sources told us that the Big Ten has the financial structure to pay for Washington, Oregon, Stanford, and Cal. That they went to their TV partners and based on the way that the TV hey, contract guys. is structured, CBS and NBC would pay the bulk of the, the fee to bring in Washington, Oregon, um, Stanford and Cal to the conference because the TV contract specifically calls for Fox Sports to have Big Ten Saturday afternoon, which is the early kickoff, the early window kickoff. CBS at 3.30 Eastern, and then obviously later on, you have Big Ten After Dark with USC and UCLA. That's an NBC product. Shoulder programming. They'll have Notre Dame football, which, by the way, it's really important to say we were also told that NBC is very aggressively trying to renew Notre Dame football. And I think NBC has tried and tried and tried to influence Notre Dame to join the Big Ten. And at this point, Notre Dame has kind of pushed that off. And the battle for NBC is, okay, do we exclusively own the home rights to Notre Dame football for another five years? Or do we put them in the, in the Big Ten and potentially lose inventory of Notre Dame football? So what's better for us? Put out less money, but have less Notre Dame. (laughs) Have more Notre Dame, but put out more money. It's a real conundrum for NBC, but there's no doubt. NBC, and I think, based on what I've heard, that Notre Dame wants to stay at NBC. Notre Dame likes that. It's very much like BYU and ESPN. BYU enjoyed their relationship with ESPN during Independence. Notre Dame enjoys their relationship, and Jack Swarbrick, Uh, the athletic director at Notre Dame, has a very good relationship with NBC. And I think they'd like to continue that. I know NBC would. I believe Notre Dame would. I think that's a big factor. But yeah, we have heard through some rock solid, very high level sources in TV, CBS and NBC are willing to pay for those four schools. The issue I think is that the Big Ten does not want to be seen. And the word that was used was rating the Pac-12 in the, the truth be told, <coughs> the truth be told, there's no rush because if the Pac-12 is never able to secure a grant of rights because they're never able to bring a, 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 an acceptable TV deal to the table for these 10 presidents, nobody's rating anybody. These schools are going to leave. Right. And I know so many people gave us a ration of crap yesterday because our sources in in a major college conference source and I'm trying to protect this person but a major college conference source told us that if this Pac-12 deal is not settled until late July or August that it would be very damaging to relationships that the Pac-12 has built That's and right, that was D. clearly pointed at San Diego State right and again you know their athletic director I mean, has really put his cojones on the line with this, I don't know, what would you, this plant at Athletic where he said, hey, we're going somewhere. It's the Pac-12 or the Big 12, we don't know, and was not asked to follow up and never provided any. Well, he put himself in a really precarious situation because let's not forget that J.D. Wicker, the athletic director at San Diego State, said this after we reported, and now it's been confirmed. That san diego state had extensive conversations with the big 12 yeah and essentially told the big 12 hey we're much more comfortable we feel like we align much better in the pac 12 because of our west coast you know situation travel plans the health and mental well-being of our student athletes and and that's all well and good yeah san diego state wants to be in the pac 12. But if you don't get this deal done till July or August, didn't you just put like a roofing nail through their testicles That's at, the bottom line. at San Diego State? Like you just doubled their expenses. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you did.
1: Like it's a it's a it, well, it is it's a huge problem, and in my opinion, it would be incredibly damaging to the Pac twelve if they do not if they do not have a deal by by July first. Well,
0: and this is why I always take an issue with you know, Kirk Schultz lately or like, you know, any of these Pac twelve ADs or or presidents talking about how they have time. Because I've never believed you've had time, right? Because you you notice how it gets conveniently mentioned that, oh well the Pac twelve was the last to the table and yes. you know, they're they're you know, they're just running into bad luck. And it's like, no dude, why are you the last to the table? Because you dragged your feet and you didn't prioritize competition. That's right. Meaning that you let the big twelve get out in front of you and you thought because you were the Conference of Champions that somehow you, know, you would be able to wrangle ESPN into some $400 million opportunity and that's never going to happen. And that is why you are in this situation. So if, if, if July 1st gets here, right? Because June 30th is the deadline for the San Diego State situation. July 1st gets here, you don't have a TV deal done. Is anyone going to be surprised? right? Like if I told no. you, hey, time went by and the TV deal didn't get done, you wouldn't be surprised because that's been the situation i mean again they can keep telling us hey we have time we have time we have time right multiple like kirschel's talking about how hey we got multiple bidders coming to the table as time goes on that is complete crap you know why it's crap because multiple bidders have
1: already come and gone we know that for a fact and we're not the only ones saying it no and i i think to that point I would recap, and you guys, your comments have been amazing today. I promise you we are going to read your comments. Please hit the like button right now. We're trying to get to 200 likes every single show. It would really help if you would do that. But let's recap who's come to the table and who's come and gone. Yeah. Right? We had Brian Lawler, the president at Scripps Sports, Ion on TV, on this show, not once but twice, saying we're not talking to the Pac-12, we're out. Right. So I on TV, Scripps Sports, we know the boss was on the show out. Yeah. Right. We told you we talked to somebody very high up at the CW who told us the Pac-12 wanted the entire country. We were willing to give them regional. We were willing to say, hey, in, in the Pac-12 footprint, we'll show local games when Oregon's, you know when Oregon's playing X team everybody in the Northwest is going to get Oregon yeah. and we'll make sure that Oregon and Washington ones in the afternoon ones at night. So the Pacific Northwest gets a PAC 12 football doubleheader on the CW and, and across the PAC 12 footprint, we'll do that for everybody, Arizona, whatever. The problem was they wanted WGN in Chicago, for example, like they wanted the entire country and the CW wasn't here for that. The CW is out. And you hear about Fox Sports. We exclusively and first reported on this show last August that Fox Sports said we're out on tier one for the Pac-12. We really want basketball. That's what we're after. And we told you early on, hey, Amazon and ESPN are not going to compete. ESPN and Amazon, those are professionally run organizations. Amazon Prime Sports has some of the top dogs in in sports broadcasting right now. The management structure at Amazon Prime Sports is a bunch of top dogs, power players. They're not going to fight with ESPN, and ESPN's not going to fight with Amazon. Where did you hear that first? Right here, last October. And what has happened now? When we reported last October, hey, Amazon's only in on one game a week, Friday night. They want a Friday night Pac-12 game of the week to go with Thursday night football. But what immediately became the issue? amazon quality of broadcast game quality of game rather for their broadcast they don't want third tier game they don't want tier 3b game which is what the pac-12 could provide because it's garbage because are you going to put oregon and washington on amazon prime sports well what's espn going to say about on that on a friday on a front Well, but hasn't that been how many games how many teams you washington utah USC have gone to Pullman, Washington to die on a Friday night. Yeah. Right? That's not going to fly at Amazon. They wanted a better game, a tier (laughs) two game. Pac-12 couldn't do that. Because now what are you going to say to ESPN? Well, ESPN said, yeah, you know what? And we started hearing rumblings about this in December and January. Hey, you know, we're not really after the best game you have. Yeah. We're not. Amazon... Maybe this is an opportunity. No, because what happened is we exclusively reported on this show. The Arizona schools, Washington, Oregon, and now we know Colorado are not willing to sign a grant of rights that puts your best game of the week on stream. Yeah, They're not willing to do it. So what does that do? That knocks out out Amazon. Who else did that knock out? Apple TV, right? Because this conference has also said, President Cossay at Washington, our sources have told us, has been the leader to say, we are not putting our best or all of our content on stream. Mm-hmm. We're not there as a conference. So what did that do? That eliminated Apple TV altogether. So now where are you? Well, you're right back at ESPN. Who won't compete against Amazon? So what yeah. does that mean? ESPN's offering $90 million <coughs> a year. That's <coughs> $9 million per school. Yeah. And they'll take your late night window game and they'll take a game for ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. But now you know, well, here comes NBC Universal we reported in March. Hey, let's do this deal, let's get it done. Boom, boom, boom. But no, that deal goes away because George wanted more than 150 million, and then all of a sudden, NBC Universal took their money and gave it to the NFL. And what did the NFL buy into for $110 million? An NFL playoff game on stream only. Which what have I told you the Pac-12 should do? Go all in at Amazon Prime. Put everything you have on Amazon Prime Sports every, every Friday, Saturday, and I would pick like a Wednesday. I'd do a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Pac-12 football package on Amazon. Yeah. That's what I would have done. If I were George Klyovcock, I would have done that. Boom.
0: Out of here.
1: They didn't do that, so where are we now? Nowhere. Well, NBC's out. Apple's reportedly out. Amazon's out. You have $90 million on the table from ESPN. They're in trouble. That's where they are. CW's out. Script Sports is out. You're in trouble, man. Yeah. This is a really difficult situation right this is now. A cold ton of board. And I don't know. And if you've watched this show for any modicum of time, you know I have never said what I'm going to say right now. I don't know how they do this. I don't know how they survive. And when I say survive, I don't know how you get. And I think the number is seven. There's going to be seven Pac-12 schools of the ten remaining. The ten remaining pack 12 schools seven of them will not sign a grant of rights on 90 million dollars pack your shit let's go i don't know what you do that's it skippy i i really it is it is i think it is dangerous times now yes for for the pack 12 and i don't know how you fix it so i wonder hmm yeah I, i it's not good dude yeah uh ron mcclure Jason Shear is totally unreliable. We know him here in Arizona. We know Jason well from our time at the crappy radio station. Yeah. I think Jason works very hard. This is not Jason's sourcing. Yeah. This this statement from Dave Heakey at Arizona. Yeah, this is a statement, not sourced information. This was our and what are your hopes for your conference as you move into new phase? This is not Jason Shear's question. This is a question and this is an answer. And it is in Not in dispute, not in dispute. And again, I'll just tell you what we've reported about several schools, just to quell yourself. Arizona and Arizona State are tied at the hip. Yeah, which makes sense. Arizona would leave today. Today, I think they would go. But Arizona State wants to wait it out. President Crow wants to make sure that he gives the Pac-12 every opportunity. And why is that? Because Taylor Randall at Utah, the president of Utah, has been an absolute peacemaker in this process. He has been the guy and he has been the voice. Taylor Randall at Utah, who has said, hey, we gave George Klyovkov a job. Yeah. Let George and his staff go do the job. And we're told that Taylor Randall has been in communication with just about every other president in the league saying, hey, let's. Let's give them them time, let's give them time. And we've also told you there's kind of an arbitrary mental deadline of early to late, or early to mid June. We told you, I think we told you that about a month ago. Mm -hmm. That early to mid June, and then I think about a week ago we told you, hey, a lot of these presidents and administrators are going on vacation. And they don't go to like their boathouse in you know muskegon and i think this is a really important point like this isn't a joke right no it's not about
0: the lives these people live like they don't do like nine to five office job and put in pto and that's it no they don't have pto yeah these are like vital figures that run what basically are massive companies in these institutions that's what this is
1: because what are each one of these universities that is a
0: It's the first you know what it's the first great thing I've ever said on the program and I'm so amped about it Because
1: what are these universities They're businesses? It's General Motors. It's Amazon. It it, it's a huge corporation So let me get this
0: right a huge corporation doesn't like players making money right don't like the NIL thing That's why because they're a business and they want to make money but these guys and gals They go on vacation and when they go on vacation yeah, the business They go to their burner, Tuscan villas. Bro, the business burner gets turned off for two weeks. And you're not getting in touch with anybody. And by the way, when they go on vacation, their assistant goes on vacation. Basically, blackout for two weeks. So let me get this right. And and I know, Kirk Schultz, and I know, everyone, y'all got all kinds of time. I know. But, hey, you're all going to go on vacation. You're all going to come back, and San Diego State's exit fee is going to be 34 milli. Right so but but that's not a problem i know you got coffers and you got all this money right so you'll pay that that's fine but but every day that goes by seemingly what do we get yeah we get hey nbc's out apple's out amazon's out espn's out on tier one like like everybody and their mom is out on pac-12 and yet we're supposed to believe that hey you got all kinds of time and then what do i get out of out of you arizona players program?
1: A player's program. Yeah,
0: you know, man, if it works out great. But if not, man, the Big 12 looks real nice these
1: days, doesn't it? Come on, dude. Yeah. And and again, we told you a a week or two ago. A a pretty high ranking university official told us, hey, man, you get to middle of June. Most of these folks are out of reach. Most of these people, their lights are off and their (coughs) offices are dark because they're educators. (coughs) They're academics. So what happens to your, your grade school teacher in June, on June 15th? They're not they're academicing. They're gone. They, and they're not gone for a week. They're gone for like a month. And so I don't think it's coincidence. And we talked about this on the show with Ray Anderson. Yeah. When Ray Anderson says late July, early August, or late July, August, do you think that's a coincidence? That, it's not because that's when everybody's coming back and they're getting back in the pipeline and we're all working so i'm just telling you i don't see a way home for the pac-12 here i think they are in a very very precarious situation
0: and by the way i think people need to start coming to the idea or becoming more open to the concept that hey maybe they don't get a traditional tv deal done maybe that's not what it looks like because i feel like that's the other thing that I'm kind of waiting for the national media to do. Because what happens is we report something, then the national guys pick it up. And everyone's like, oh, my God, amazing story, dude. Great work. Like, that's what happens. And, and I know that that might sound arrogant, but we have all these examples of it. That's what happens. Trust me, man. So I'm waiting for people to start talking about the fact that, hey, like, yeah, maybe Pac-12 is going to get pigeonholed into the ESPN Tier 2 setup, basically. And they're going to have to find or accept a streaming option to get to 25
1: a year. I think if if I, again, here it is May 18th. If I am President Cossier or if I am George Klyovcock, I'm telling you, get, get the folks at Amazon Prime Sports, get Marie back on the phone. Marie Donahoe, get her back on the phone and say, what are we going to have to do to get this done? Hey, Apple TV, what do we... I, And I'm telling you, dude, I would not go to Apple. Am I the only one who sees how bad it's been for MLS? And I'm just like, man, by the way, did you guys see the money that an Egyptian businessman paid to to put an MLS team in San Diego? Whale's vagina. Mm. How about, what was it, 500 million? I want to say 500 million dollars from a homie in San Diego. Yeah. Like San Diego, and this is my problem with this is my problem with San Diego. I'm telling you it's worth it. It it is worth it. And in twenty twenty five, you're going to have an MLS club in San Diego. And it's, it's gonna be played at Snapdragon Stadium. And it's owned by an Egyptian automotive magnet for five hundred million dollars. Yeah. There's money there. But, yet, oh, but
0: wait, San Diego is just not, no.
1: Stop saying San no, Diego. Dude. It's, it's Wales Vagina. Uh, whales
0: Vagina,
1: San Diego. Okay, John Tell gives us, John Tilly, John, says, Cool show, but for the guy that keeps hitting the button that says facts, will you please stop? You took something that was cool, and you made it stupid with your facts. overkill. Facts. Too facts. much, too much facts. salt on the fries. Facts. 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 Fast. Okay,
0: Sorry, my finger slipped. My
1: bad. You're such a child. Sorry, my John, bad. John, thank you for the $10 <coughs> tip. Uh, let's see. What's going on, Patrick Bourne? He says, foodball. ball." Hey, yeah, where you been, bro? I feel like I haven't seen you in a minute. Yep. Uh, Truck stop Gumby says, "Baby Yoda greater than MLS. No one cares about soccer. Oh, <laughs> I care. <laughs> I care." Sam J, I don't think the Pac-12 keeps all the members by 2024. I think they go by July. I read from Real Dog site that their sources said it had already done, just waiting. I, I don't know what's already done. My guess is, from, from people we've spoken to, um, I think when you look at Arizona, Arizona State, I think Arizona, Arizona State, and Colorado, or uh, excuse me, Oregon State, there's a real good chance those three are gone. And the question is, how important is it for Colorado to do this before Dion loses 11 games? Uh, man. Yeah. That's a real question. That's a real here. question, no Because no I doubt. think Dion and Colorado... the I've seen four projections that have them at 1-11. Because it's garbage! So if this happens in next January, which it won't. Yeah. I think Deion Sanders and Colorado are far less valuable than they are right now today. I agree. Yep. So yep. again... That's why I say I just don't think you can wait around until July or, or August because I would remind you, I would remind you, there's no exit fees right now. There's no exit fees, right? There, any Pac-12 member is going to have to deal with their Comcast issues. Yep. But you don't have to pay to leave the conference because there's no grant of rights. It's over. It's over. You don't pay anything. So you don't, have to, you don't even have to give notice because the grant of rights expires next July you don't have to give notice you don't have to pay any exit fee yeah so your your artificial deadline is is how much you're willing to hold on to the to the to the time how are are, do you want to be first or do you want to be last yeah and I think you don't want to be last but I think you don't want to be first I agree I think it's a very awkward, difficult situation, Yep, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, John Dry, funny the ACC schools are interested in the Big 12, and the PAC is not. I don't I don't know that I agree with I that, don't, dude. I don't think that ACC schools are interested in the in the PAC 12.
0: And I wouldn't say that PAC schools are not interested in the Big 12. I think PAC schools understand the Big 12, for some of them, is the backup plan, like Arizona, is clearly very interested in the Big 12. There's, no, there's just no question about that.
1: Yeah. Dallin Sproul, what's up, my guy? He says, how you doing, boys? San Diego is where sports die, to be honest. No one from OC wants to go there. It's a totally different place. Well, I can tell you what, when I lived in Huntington Beach, where did I want to go? <laughs> La Jolla. I wanted to go to La Jolla like every night.
0: And I think the problem in San Diego, or not the problem, but like the, the current state of affairs is you just don't have major sports since the Chargers left. No, so the like, Spanos
1: family was a bag yes, of dicks. Yes, they were terrible owners. Yes, it's they true. They never, think about the Ryan Leaf years with the Chargers. Think about how many years the San Diego Chargers were just terrible. You moved them to LA and all of a sudden they're contenders and you have Justin Herbert as your quarterback. Like you just don't have, like I look at the Padres. Look at the owner of the Padres now spending money, 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 money. Are they winning? Not really. Are they as good as I can ever remember them being? No. Because, I, I, honestly, my heart has never healed from 1984 in that cock. Steve Garvey. Leon Durham's Gatorade spilled gloves. But San Diego supports teams that try and that win. Yeah, I agree with that. Totally, I agree with that. Now... If you're not going to put money into the team and and you're going to whine and cry about your stadium, okay, they're not going to support you. But
0: this is the beauty of this, right? And this is why I'm saying the San Diego State thing has value, right? Like they're going to play these MLS games at Snapdragon. You, you're telling me that 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 San Diego State isn't isn't valuable for the Pac-12 mm. and that and that you don't have an incentive to get your TV deal done so you can add them before I think the exit fee, crazy. like. Hey, come on, man. Like, let's not be stupid here.
1: I think that's crazy. I and by really the way,
0: y- even what's worse is if you don't get the TV deal worked out, the Big 12 is going to pick them up. No
1: doubt. Yeah. Uh, Monty Rant says soccer and Star Wars both suck. But see, I don't think soccer sucks. And I don't think Star Wars sucks. I'm a passionate soccer fan.
0: Yeah, you can't tell me Snapdragon won't be full when they roll oh, that thing out, dude. God. Come on.
1: I, I, like, I'm actually looking forward to um, our, our game at, at RSL on June 10th. Like, the, the, The listeners that keep reaching out to us, they're like, oh dude, I'm really excited, I can't wait. Hey, you know, can I bring a scarf? Can I wear a sweater? Can I, absolutely. Like, soccer fans are passionate supporters of their teams, without a doubt. Uh, Ruffs official says, pack rumor day 419. Certainly feels like it. Uh, Christopher Shannon says, Oregon State head scratcher. But is it though? Is it though? Is it really a head scratcher? Or is the real head scratcher the real head scratcher that you haven't gotten your free samples of bucked up protein bars yet. That to me, <laughs> you know, that's the real, go into the description of this show right here. If you're listening on podcast, hello, Spotify. We bump. we made a, got a major milestone in at Spotify. We passed our 500,000th download on Spotify. Bless you all, I appreciate that. Um, In the description, no matter where you're watching or listening to the show, there's a link to get free bucked up protein bars, a sampler pack. They're brand new. They're gorgeous. They're tasty. I love them. You look at the protein crisps, you look at the dates for taste like it's everything you want in a protein bar. And I love the fact that it is 17 grams of protein. I'm a huge fan of that. I think that is really important. Guys, I know that we all struggle to get enough protein in. Certainly, that has been a battle for me. Having a good bar that I can eat right before the show that keeps me full, it's amazing. Go get your free sampler pack of bucked up protein bars. But of course, what have you not seen me drinking today? I am out of Miami and I am out of buckshot. Because we have sent so many people looking for Miami. Yeah. It's crazy. I went into the uh, the Bucked Up store in South Jordan today. Sold out of Buckshot again.
0: Yeah, will you save us some, please? Jesus. Yeah, sold
1: out of Buckshot again, you guys. The Buckshot is amazing. Uh, it is high-powered energy shots, and it's clean, long-lasting energy all day long. No crash. And you know when I take it right before, generally right before my nighttime window. So at about 3.15 on this show, I usually drink one. Oh, by the way, that I mentioned, they're free in the description below. Go get your buck shot. Go get your bucked up bars because bucked up is the official energy drink of the Monty show. Uh, I want to get Dallin's uh, comment in full. No one from OC wants to go there. It's a totally different place. Look at the Chargers. MLS might work because it's a small sport. Dallin, I just think the Spanos family was so hated by San Diegans that I can tell you, my brother-in-law used to be a season ticket holder of the Chargers. He lived in Long Beach. I can tell you that when I lived in SoCal, I used to drive down. We, yeah, I mean, it's a ninety. We went drive. to part, Padres like, games all yeah. the time. Mrs. Monty and I used to go and watch sunset at La Jolla. Dude, go and get a burrito me. downtown. Petco
0: is the night. Is I believe I could be wrong. Double check it. If it isn't number one ranked ballparks in the country. It's, like, right up there because of just how gorgeous it is in San Diego. It's awesome. So, again, Snapdragon being a new facility and everything, you're going to be in a great place. And you can't tell me 60-degree SoCal vibes on a soccer pitch in a beautiful new stadium. Come on, dude. Like, it's going to do well.
1: Dallin said I grew up in OC, and not a ton of people want to drive there, to be honest, just saying that's how it is. You wanted to always be in La Jolla. How often did you guys actually go? Probably once a month probably once a month. But yeah, I mean it's when you live in Huntington Beach, I agree with you. That's not going to be your first choice, but you didn't have. Remember we didn't have NFL in LA when I lived there. But if now, you can get the
0: Orange County person once a month, you're living well.
1: Yeah. And I and I think by the way, I think you look at the attendance in San Diego, it's not the problem. It's attendance is not a problem for the for the Padres. I hear you and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. Um Enorma Stitz Enorma Stitz
0: Okay, hang on let's, let's, uh,
1: Enorma uh, Stits. Let's see Anita Ming. Yeah, uh, Enorma St- Hugh Janus Work with me uh, San Diego is a city where franchises go to die could That's be. two of you saying that Maybe I'm wrong I could totally be wrong Truck Stop Gumby says Chicken, chicken, chicken Okay Shout out it's to cock. Andrew Who is our newest member Everybody welcome Andrew Let's go, baby Let's welcome, go sir. Andrew, love you for that, thank you so much. Um, You guys, you can support the show for $1.99 a month, that'll get you highlighted, so we read all your comments. $9.99 a month gets you into our exclusive Instagram uh, members only group, where you get all of our inside information first, you get all of our promotions first, the merch drops we never do, you get first crack at them. Um, By the way, for the RSL contest, we're gonna have a special it's going to be cool, actually. We work with a really good caricature artist. I'm telling you, it's worth it. The shirt that we're having developed for the RSL match.
0: Might want to go spend money at Big O Tires. It's going saying. to be amazing. You know.
1: It is going to be amazing. So we'll explain that. What's up, Jet Wayman, gifting five memberships? Let's go, Let's baby! Go! Get him, baby. Let's go. I love it. You guys are amazing. Thank you, Jet. Always good to see you. Can't wait for you to bring me my steak that you're going to lose. Yeah,
0: ribeye. Oh! Uh -oh. Uh,
1: Rick Rick Forrester, soccer team will work in San Diego for sure. I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Andrew says, yo, what's up? What's up, dude? What's up? Uh, der der he. Okay. Uh, When Arizona leaves first to the Big 12, who do you see going after them? Arizona State will certainly have to go with them. Um, If I had to guess, my guess would be Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Gonzaga would be the first four into the Big 12. Man. That would be my guess. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. That would be my guess. John Dry, how are you, my friend? True, the Big 12 might trade uh, schools with the Big 10, Big 12, and the SEC, where the crappy athletic schools play musical chairs no nah. i don't think any school is leaving the big 12. not right now why would you you,
0: know, you gotta understand too like tv contracts don't let you just trade schools i mean you, you have to understand that and i think that you know again right. with the big 10 in oregon and washington that that side of this you know again the big tens found a way to cover the cost of adding those those two schools plus stanford and cal so so you you start to understand. Okay, cool. Just because you added schools doesn't mean all of a sudden you can drop schools or you can trade schools Correct. or whatever. It's it's not. This isn't this isn't a card game, dude. Like it, it, there's a lot more to it.
1: Yep. Uh, Dallin says all I'm saying is smaller sports can work in San Diego, but it won't be a big market and never will be the same as LA team. Well, never the same as LA team. But You're do you consider Major League that.
0: Baseball big teams? Because I think the Padres are one of the most popular teams in the country. Oh, I, I think the there's Padres no are doubt hot. about that.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent There's no doubt that they're they are one of the top in in baseball for sure. Uh, Jay Chapman, how are you? Uh, Big Ten and SEC be like? LOL. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Alan Tran says San Diego State doesn't want to join the Big Twelve. They don't. Their preference is absolutely to join the Pac-12. No doubt. Uh, too master going too fast with the expansion nearly collapses MLS. Well, but you know. Dude, you're not wrong. And I think MLS, the biggest issue is, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, this Apple TV deal is horrendous. And my question is, does it get better over time? Does it get better over time? We need to get Trey Fitzgerald from RSL on the show. Uh Because the guy is just cash on all this stuff. But does having MLS help or does having MLS on Apple TV help MLS right now? Not right now. In the future, could it grow and expand? I think it could, but we're already hearing that Apple TV is unhappy because they haven't seen a subscriber bump on the, the, on par with what they projected. Yeah. It's just, I think MLS will never be a top four sport in this country. Does it need to be? It does not to survive. Yeah. The problem is the football's got to improve. Yeah. The game's got to improve. We can't keep relying on old broken down European players. Because guys like Ronaldo and Messi, where are they going? Well, they're going to Saudi Arabia. They're not coming to MLS. And it's a money thing, absolutely. But why is Gareth Bale not playing another season? Because it's not championship caliber football. And until that changes, MLS is just going to be what it is. It's just it going to be exist. what it is. It won't thrive. I totally agree. And, and I think when, when we're talking about... Um, you know, existing versus thriving. Um, you know, the, the real question is the real question <coughs> is, there it is right there. Where the hell is my Papa Murphy's banner? <laughs> the, the real question is have you gotten uh. your buy one, get one free at Papa Murphy's Pizza? Look at that deal right there, you guys. Get BOGO is the code you need. You buy one large or family-sized pizza, you get one free. See, BO, go, B-O, buy one. G-O, get one, See, what, bogo! see works, BOGO! You buy one, you get one free, you order now, and do it through the Papa Murphy's mobile app because I'm telling you, the Papa Murphy's mobile app is so easy to use. It's exactly what you guys are after. Even if you do, put olives on your pizza.
2: Hi, I'm Kylie, and I make fresh, delicious Papa Murphy's pizza. Uh.
0: Hi, I'm Zach, and I make the Papa Murphy's pizza.
2: Sure, that's take and bake. We built it with the freshest ingredients. You bake it fresh in your
0: oven. By you, you mean me, so technically, I make the pizza. Super good pizza, Kylie. Oh, Kylie, so good. Right
2: now, enjoy big-time taco flavors on a pizza with the limited-time taco grande. Papa Murphy's. Change the way you pizza.
1: That's right, by using the promo code GETBOGO, Today, tomorrow, and Saturday, get BOGO at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. How about that for an hour? Number one, you guys are amazing. Appreciate all of your comments today. How about my guy, Cowboy Country, Oklahoma State fan, God damn it, mullet head. He actually stopped at Oklahoma State. Fan. I thought you said, God damn it, mullet head. I'm hey, a man. How, this season's pretty critical for Mike Gundy, by the So get your facts way. straight. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm 40. I'm a, I'm a man. Yeah. I'm you better, a man. You better prove that this I'm year, Coach. I'm a man. Because I think it's a huge year. Three-fourths of um, this is
2: inaccurate.
1: Cowboy Country says, If ESPN can pay $20 million a year for Pat McAfee, they can pay $25 million a year for the Pac-12. One game late saturday night on espn one game on espn two two on espn plus but why would they yeah why that's not the point though
0: you're not you're not wrong they could you're not wrong not at all but that's but why would they do that that's the thing i think that that there's a lot of struggle with for the pac-12 is like like i think they completely agree with you hey bro espn you guys have this bandwidth and you want to push espn plus yet you won't pay for four or five games a week why not? Well, because oh. we're not interested in Cal at Stanford and no one's in the stands and it's a completely irrelevant
1: game. That's I, I think Cowboy Country, you're you're absolutely right. They could afford it, but they don't want to. And I, I think it's garbage, but I think this NBA thing, dude, they're going to pay the NBA $5 billion a, a year. Dude, $5 billion a year. That's just for the right fee. Think about all the talent that they pay and now they're gonna lay some of that talent off. But think about some of the talent and the money it takes to pay a JJ Redick, a Malika Andrews, um, you know, a Stephen A. Smith, a Mike Greenberg, Kendrick Perkins, Richard Jefferson. Monica McNutt. Monica McNutt, like look at all of the money they outlay on Mike Breen, on Mark Jackson, on Jeff and Stan. It's an expensive proposition. And I don't care who you are. If you're paying five billion dollars a year, you're going to look and be like, "Oh well, maybe I should, uh, maybe I should get rid of that uh, cable package, Page. right?" Like maybe you're looking at cutting down your cigarette money. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying they can't afford it. They can, because ESPN is an ATM machine in a lot of areas. But if you're paying five billion to the NBA, and it's probably five point five billion total cost. Because you can't tell me that they're, they're not paying half a billion in salaries. Yeah. And then there's infrastructure costs. So let's just call it $6 billion. You can't tell me that they're not like, hey, uh, how much soda is the staff drinking? Yeah. We got to cut costs.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, we can do that on the Pac-12. Whew, cool. Um, Restock the Coke machine, right? Like, That's what it feels like. It yeah. feels like ESPN, their priorities are... Me, you, their mom, your cousin, the cleaning lady, Aunt Deborah, Yeah. Like, all of this stuff. And then they're like, oh, we forgot the Pac-12. Yeah, it's fine. Screw them. That's what it feels like. Yep. No SC. And everybody who said, oh, this conference will be fine. It's like Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12. Yeah, okay. Turns out that's not the case. Uh, Okay. Turns out that's not the case. And it is... I wonder how
0: the back-of-the-envelope calculations are looking these but days. But see,
1: the hard part about this is I I really want the Pac-12 to succeed wow. because it should be a power conference. But now you're in an, an ecosystem without SC and UCLA. You're never going to be a power conference. It's not the best situation, and we all know that. Even with these 10 teams, you're you're not going to be a power conference. Yeah. So they could... You're exactly right. They could, but I'll, I'd even point to, you know, like if you look at if you look at the Pac-12 quarterback rankings, right? Just look at these these quarterback rankings.
0: Well, Shador Sanders is number one, right?
1: Well, I mean Avi. I'm a man. But you look at these rankings. Caleb Williams gone next year. Michael Penix gone next year. Bo Nix gone next year. Cam Rising gone next year. Cam Ward gone next year. Jaden Delora, gone next year. The top half of the conference, you're losing all of those quarterbacks. Oh, but my we were close. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I'll just replace them. We built this program on NIL. Do you replace Williams, Penix, and Knicks in rising? Cam Ooh. Ward, Jaden Delora. I mean, those are good quarterbacks. DJ Uyunglele, what if he's not good at Oregon State? By the way, Colin Schley at UCLA. Shador Sanders, you better hope to God that Shador Sanders is good. Yeah. Because I'm telling you now, Drew Pine's not going to be a world beater. Sam Jackson, is Sam Jackson going to be a world beater? No. Ari Patu at Stanford? It's Stanford, dude. Yeah. Like, do you understand that this league from a talent perspective is going to have a mass amount of turnover? Oh, by the way, and then the transfer portal, I think, is going to explode. Because you're going to not have a great TV contract. You're not going to recruit at a high level. You're going to lose a bunch of bros in the portal. Yep. You're going to lose a bunch of bros to the NFL. A year from now, this conference TV deal or not is going to be struggling. Yeah. That's my biggest concern. Oh, by the way, if Arizona's and Colorado and Oregon State... If they're not in the conference either, you don't, do you really have a conference? That's pretty much self-explanatory. I don't think you do. Like, I was sitting here looking at that quarterback list yesterday, just being like, damn, bro, this is a rough way to live your life. Yeah. yeah. This is a rough way to live your life. Yep. And you want to, and you hope to, it's a rough way to live your life. There, there, there's just no, there's no question about that. So, and hey, again, I hope I'm wrong. I do hope I'm wrong. Big Jack 512. Screw the Astros. <clears throat> USC is the only Pac team that moves the media needle east of the Rockies, football-wise. We could debate that. California, too, for that matter. Yeah, I totally disagree with that. If you think that Washington, who's projected to go to the college football playoff, and Oregon and Utah, who are projected to be on the cusp of the college football playoff, that doesn't move the needle. You think Oregon football doesn't move the needle. I totally disagree. Yeah. I totally disagree. And by the way, did anybody see all the college football coaches rankings? Where's Kyle Winningham? Like top 10. Utah's starting to get the respect they deserve. Truly. Sean, yeah. Mur- Sean, Mirsinski, my guy after next year, the Pac-12 will be a complete mess. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It-, it is. It is absolutely going to be tough. Yeah, for sure. You know, hey, hey. All the friendly faces rolling through the math. Uh, let's see. Carrie Lee. Cam Ward was so, so versus Fresno last year at the LA Bowl. It's the LA Bowl, though. I'm a Cam- Are you guys Cam Ward believers? He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Are you a Bo Nix believer is the bigger no, question? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Bo Nicks, is Bo Nix ever a starter in the NFL? Nope.
0: Nope. Ooh. He's uh, Stetson Bennett 2.0. Ooh. Ooh.
1: David Sebesta. I don't know why I've started saying names that way. Because it's fun. David Sebesta. But there's still the team. Uh, the Still the team Pinochle. Pinochle. Okay. Rowing and beach volleyball team. Hey, man. Dude, I'm a huge fan of beach volleyball. Dude. Not really the game of beach volleyball, but certain Bro. aspects. <laughs> <weren't asked. laughs> well, but I would also aspects. point out I'm a huge fan of the volleyball teams. Right. Uh, the sport of volleyball. Yeah. I mean, you got take it or leave it, but you know, and gymna- now see, gymnastics, I'm a huge fan of the gymnastics teams That's too. That's right, T. Uh, you know, um not really the the vault, you know, <laughs> the I mean, if she's got uneven bars, that's fine. Anyway, we should probably move on now. Raider Mark, how are you? And the teams the pack is looking to add won't make a difference. Well, and that's a, like this is, this is the... As I'm, the Pac-12 burns. But how many people like shot blow darts at me about Tulane? When I said, hey, Tulane's emerged as a front runner to join the Pac-12. What, Tulane? What are you talking about, um, bro? Um um. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Trust me, bro, right? Yeah. Your sources don't know anything. I'm telling you, Tulane is a better ad than SMU. You know. But I'm also the guy that says San Diego State doesn't solve a single problem for the Pac twelve, in my opinion. I I really don't. But snapped well, and they have an MLS team now that's worth more. Uh, No. Uh, I like LSU gymnastics. I I yes. Uh Jeremy Callahan, Tulane would be a great ad for the Pac twelve. Totally agree. Totally agree. Sam J, would Utah trade for Lillard? Like the Utes? I, I mean the running Utes would trade for Damian Lillard, right?
0: You know. I guess. You know. You know. You know how tired that question is? Like <laughs> I'm so over that. All the jazz Twitter accounts are running with it. Not the organization's Twitter accounts, but like, you know, the the secondary Jazz Nation or Jazz This or Jazz like And it's like, dude, like, get over the damn thing. It's not happening, bro. He's
1: 71 years old. You're trying to pay him 63 a year. He's so old that, like, his watch... Never mind. Nope. Uh, Ryan Um, Fair gives us $5. Hi, Ryan. Um, No Pac-12 grant of rights isn't to destroy the conference. It reflects poorly on the lower half teams and their ability to attract viewers for late-night games. See, I'm split on this, fair, because I actually don't disagree with this. But if this was two years ago and you were renewing this deal, would we be talking about this? No, because the deal would have got renewed. It'd be done already. But you didn't. And then the Big 12 listened to ESPN and Fox, because again, we reported exclusively on this show that Brett Yormark isn't the one that was like, well, better renew the TV deal now. Woo-hoo. No. See, and I know this is as the Pac-12... Wait, wait, wait. Let me, uh, Can you on. single up, Hold please, real quick? Can you nope, just... nope, nope, nope. Got to get the banner out there first. Hold on. As the Pac-12 turns! <laughs> <laughs> but we've talked about this extensively, Fair. What this says is ESPN and the Big 12, Fox and the Big 12 have a really good relationship. The issue's always been Larry Scott, the former commissioner of the Pac Twelve, and now George Kleyovcock, the current commissioner of the Pac Twelve. And yes, I know his name's Kleyovcock.
0: Hey, do you know, say his name the right yeah, way, man? Uh, do you know his do you know his name?
1: You know? You guys are assholes. No, you know, can't you just say his name the right way? Right, but that has nothing to do with how I'm pronouncing his Bogin,
0: name. Bojan. Bojan
1: Bojan. Bojan Bojan. People do you guys not anyway, the point is. George Klyavkov and Larry Scott have never had great relationships with their TV partners. And the acrimony that's existed there and the the ferocity of which the Pac-12 went after Fox and ESPN in their exclusive window to negotiate. Well, is it lost on everybody? And I'm I think I'm still the only one that's reporting this during their their exclusive right to negotiate last fall. Uh Fox and ESPN said, Hey, you guys should merge with the Big Twelve. To which the Pac-Twelve said, Get the hell out of here. Okay, fuck you. How's that? To which ESPN and Fox, we were told, went to the Big Twelve and were like, Hey, why don't you guys come to market early? Yeah. We guys ever and really they didn't even you, you, it, it would be illegal for them to say that. So I imagine this is this is total hyperbole in storytelling. I imagine that uh Pitaro and Your Mark went out to lunch and Pitaro's like, man, uh, guys got anything going on in your TV deal? (laughs) Well, no, Jimmy Pitaro, we got a year left. Well, a year's a long time. I wonder, have you guys uh, looked at the fine print about renewing early?
2: I'm not a big fan
1: of Fox. All right, I got to go. All right, take care. Well said. Like, I think there was a clandestine conversation on a burner phone like, hey, the Pac-12 is being a jerk. Why don't you guys come out and we'll renew your contract now? And I go back to what I heard in October and November that ESPN was not working to save the Pac-12. Now, they weren't operating in a manner to kill the Pac-12, but they were going to do nothing to help the Pac-12. But notice, what did they do? Renewed the Big 12 early with Fox. Gave the Big 12 a pro rata agreement that said, hey, we'll pay any P5 team that wants to come to the Big 12, we'll pay them on par. $31.7 million. Yeah. Did that. Uh, Got in bed with them on miking up and advanced features on the field. Yep. Reported right here on the show first. Has helped them set up deals in Mexico City because their TV partners were a huge part of that. Got the basketball side of things all lined up, built revenue streams, Big 12 tournament. All that was going on. Pac-12 still looking for a TV deal. Hey, we're going to Rucker Park. Pac-12 still looking for a TV Um, deal. Hey, Monterey, um, Mexico, um, Mexico City. um, Pac-12 still looking for a TV deal. Like you look at all this. Now look back here and tell me that you disagree that ESPN is absolutely working hard to make sure that The Big 12 has every opportunity possible. And they are, in my opinion, not working at all to make sure that the Pac-12 has a opportunity. Y'all feel me? And this is why you don't burn your TV partners. And this is why you don't talk shit about your TV partners. And this is why you don't have problems with DirecTV because who's a major client of DirecTV? ESPN and Fox. Who's not? Who's not?
0: The Pac-12 mm,
1: and the Pac-12 mm. Networks. But the Pac-12 Networks. And, and I, 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 again, equate it this way. You're talking about, like, a bunch of dudes that live, like, on a cul-de-sac. And yes. I imagine George Klyovkov walks out every day under the cul-de-sac to and get this his know, car. dude.
0: you know, you know that George and is he's a bow just shoes a, guy, right? Yeah,
1: and he's just like... But like, George you know, like, walks out of his front door. Giving a finger door. to all his neighbors.
0: Dude, George walks out his front door... And he's
1: wearing like awful khakis, you know, in a really scratchy polo. I swear to God, if you say he doesn't have socks on from the guy who never wears socks. And
0: and dude doesn't have socks on and is wearing his boat shoes and probably gets in his Kia Telluride that's like half electric. And then he rolls down the street and he's like, all right, hey, Fred, here's the bird. Oh, Oh, hey, Phil Knight. Here is a double bird. Right? Like, like dude, that's what on, it feels bro. like the Pac 12
1: did for the last year. That's what
0: I'm saying, dude. Like, you can't run around this sandbox and tell everyone to go F themselves and then be like, oh, well, you can't know, do it. there's multiple bidders coming to the table and we have plenty of time, even though they're t- all telling us to go F ourselves. Like, dude, come on, dude. We know what's happening here. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's read a lot of your comments because you guys have been amazing. Um, Derek says, ACC should try adding the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, already crowned Clemson. Nice forehead. It's already cr- crowned Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, Connor Johnson says, this is a waste of time. Later, nerds. I'm going to sip wine and eat cheese from my ivory tower. Yeah, and I'm sure that ivory tower is right next to Stanford, isn't it? Um, Truck Stop Gumby says, cock. Get it? It's a chicken. Like it's a, Right, it's a chicken. It's a, you know. See, Kaufman, you really need to change that banner to how the Pac-12 That's burns. That's what I'm saying, dude. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Change Where is it, bro. It. Change it. Uh, as the people the Pac-12, want it, dude. The people demand it. Look, this I is, the, this is the show of the people. Okay? There, are, are, are you guys... What? I swear I... Cha- dude, does that not say... The Monty goes messing with my keyboard. As the Pac-12 burns. <laughs>
0: But I want to I want
1: to go back to, and I really want your guys. to And I know you got. We've had over three thousand comments already. I think William Loring's a new member.
0: Hey, let's go. go.
1: Hey, uh, Billy, let's go. Nice job, William. Appreciate you. Um, what do you guys make of this? This, I don't know. The the I want to go back to the Steve Hickey comment. Yeah, because I know we kind of glossed over this. Do you guys believe that Dave Hickey is saying that Arizona is leaving the conference? This is Dave Hickey being asked, and what are your hopes for for your conference as you move into a new phase? Now he could have said, well, you know, everything's great. The conference is amazing. We love our partners here in the conference. Yes, yes, yes. It's the Conference of Champions. Champions. We are, we are a player's program. Champions. Heron and toxin. We are a player's program. Champions. But he didn't say that. No, he didn't. Look at this last half of this. Certainly the hope, who knows, whenever you print, the result may be different than the hope. But we'd like to be with the Pac-12, the Conference of Champions. Champions. Uh, and continue the great tradition of the conference. But, uh-oh. Uh-oh. If, it, if not... There will be a new landscape and a new opportunity for the University of Arizona. Is this the tiger? Do you guys believe with this statement? Right? Whoa! Uh, it's the other way. They're slick. Right? Right? Yeah. Can you figure out? Right the screen
0: there. Here, bro. Right. Yeah, it's right here. Okay, it's not over there. It's right here. Okay. Do you yeah, believe this with this? Sta-
1: <laughs> Do you believe with this statement right here, that Arizona Athletic Director Dave Hickey is saying that Arizona is leaving the Pac-12? Because I do. I don't know what else would you even...
0: You're laying the groundwork, dude. That's what you're doing with this statement. You're saying, hey, here's the first layer of blacktop, right? It's that real rough layer that we all hate driving on. That's what that is right there. Hey, you stripped the road with your comments, with, you know, the the president's, President Robbins' comments. Yeah, he just stripped the road. Yeah, Dave Hickey, right here, yeah, he's just repaved the road with that real rough stuff. So then that way, when the TV deal comes out at $20 million a year, he can pave that thing over and put some nice yellow stripes on it to drive his ass out to, to
1: Stillwater. Let's go. But what do you guys... I, I think the only thing that you can take away from that yeah. is that, that he's talking about leaving the conference. And his, there is his belief that they are going to... That they are going to, in my opinion, leave the conference. Yeah. And I I think that's the, I, I don't know how else you spin that. I would love to get your comments on that please hit the like button love that you guys support the show we'll get your comments after you hear about this from the advocates i was involved in a hit and run accident my chiropractor recommended me to the advocates they completely took care of everything now that my case has been settled i feel like i can go back to my normal life all thanks to the advocates the advocates. The advocates.com the best injury attorneys in the business i tell you guys every day no matter where you are it's the advocates. The advocates.com, the best injury attorneys, because they don't ask you. Ooh. They Uh-oh. don't ask you. Oh. Big breaking USC story in 20 seconds. Um, they do not ask you for a, a consultation fee. You never pay them a retainer. In fact, you don't pay the advocates until they win your case. So if your mom's been in an accident, or, you know, hey, your dad or your brother or your wife got hurt at work, or you got hurt at work. You have nothing to lose by talking to an attorney live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for free at theadvocates.com. And if hey, if you don't feel like they're a fit for you or they're not a fit for you or whatever the situation is, walk away, you've lost nothing because you've paid nothing. But trust me when I tell you, when you talk to an attorney from The Advocates at theadvocates.com, you're gonna understand you're talking with the best. Because when you've been in an accident, you've gotten in a car accident, You know, when you got hurt at work, if you're fighting for your social security or that of your mom or your grandparents, you want an expert, somebody who's seen everything you're going through many, many times. That's The Advocates at theadvocates.com. Breaking news. Um, This is a big, big story. The National Labor Relations Board issued a formal complaint against USC, the Pac-12 and the NCAA today. The complaint alleges that college athletes quote, have been and are employees within the meaning of the NLRB and have been misclassified as non-employee student athletes. The complaint also states that USC, the PAC 12 and the NCAA have quote, been interfering with restraining and coercing employees in the exercise of their rights guaranteed in the national labor relations uh, board's opinion USC et al, which means USC and others, uh, must file an answer to the complaint by June 1st and a hearing has been set for November 7th. The complaint seeks an order requiring USC and others to cease and desist from misclassifying athletes as non-employees, student, quote unquote, student athletes, and to reclassify them as employees in the handbooks and rules. The complaint also states that USC, the Pac-12, and the NCAA are joint employers of college athletes. This is significant because the uh, NLRA only applies to private employers. But if athletes at public schools are jointly employed by the conference and the NCAA, then the NLRA would apply to all of them. This has been coming for a long time. And when you think about what this means, and when you think about the fact that the National Labor Relations Board has taken legal action, you start to understand that this is no different than the Ed O'Bannon suit. Um, This is no different than all of the the plaintiffs that wound up securing uh, name, image, and likeness rights for college athletes. This is no different. This is a big flipping deal, bro. And this is one of those suits that if this goes to town, this is one of those suits that will change college athletics forever. huh. And in my opinion, this is one of those suits that very likely, very likely could lead to the end of major college athletics as you know it meaning I think this could very likely be the end of the NCAA. Mm-hmm. I think this could be the end of college conferences. And I think this could be the beginning of major universities grouping together and forming employment contracts with high school seniors. Uh huh. I think this there's a real good chance that that happens.
0: Well, and I think this whole concept of, hey, you're a student athlete, so we shouldn't pay you uh has always been a ridiculous proposition i mean again you know for those of you who just joined in the last few minutes last hour i i I made the comment that i think these universities are companies i mean there's no i just don't think there's any way around that you are a company and and i think what's tough is that again the key word there in this in this suit is private companies right private institutions that employ people that's where this comes into play so Stanford and all these different, you know, Pac-12 schools are basically private companies under themselves. And the NCAA, in my opinion, has always been a bunch of rich old white dudes. Yes, it is. Representing uh, something that doesn't actually exist uh, in the NCAA and its guidelines and and everything. Representing something that, that really just doesn't exist or apply so that they can make money. And while I understand that we're a capitalist country, there are limits to this thing. And I think when you start looking at when you start looking at what these players have to go through, and, and look, I know that athletes across the board, right? I don't care what the sport is, they're all working their ass off to be the best that they can be. Yes, but they unfortunately, have. in the sporting landscape, the only ones that matter are basically our football players, and then at some schools, basketball players, depending on how good your basketball team is. But if we keep this to football football players are basically athletes who have a team of people helping them get passing grades the ones that want to excel will apply themselves and go the extra mile just like anything else in life so to me this makes perfect sense it should be a group of schools coming together and and, and, and employing athletes like the idea of a scholarship has always been ridiculous to me for athletes because of how much money they make you It shouldn't be, oh, hey, here, here, uh, here, Bryce Young, here's a scholarship, little man, here you go, right? Like, he, like, hey, here's, 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 uh, you know, uh, the number one basketball, hey, Anthony Black, when you're a sophomore in high school, hey, dude, here's a basketball scholarship, will you come play for us and we're going to do you a favor? you're not doing him a favor, dude. He's one of the best basketball players Mm -mm -mm. on the planet, as are all these guys. And I have no problem saying that, even at the high school level, dude, like these guys who are recruited for D1 opportunities, they're some of the best basketball players on the planet. Same goes for football players. So I've never thought that, hey, the idea of scholarship and dude, like you're not giving them money and doing them a favor. They're making you probably 50 to one what you're giving them in that scholarship. And it's always been crazy to me that it works this way. And I'm glad to see someone's trying to do something.
1: I don't know this, this line right here from the uh, National Labor Relations Board. um, Quote, athletes have been and are employees within the meaning. I mean, if they're employees, you owe them health insurance, you owe them salaries, you owe them... I mean, this is going. This is going to be ugly. I don't think there's any way to. In all seriousness, I, I think this is one of the biggest stories in, in sports in years. This will change the way that college athletics is done, and I don't know. It's just my opinion. I don't know how you. I don't know how you fix this, dude. Well, because the you're, the NCAA, I think is a there's a real chance they lose here.
0: Well, and I think like if you look at basketball, we've seen these kids going different routes that avoid college. And the problem yes. is is that is that you know when you go to Lithuania or you go to these different countries, Australia, or you get into the G League, let's say, like the basketball may not be exactly tournament bracket caliber basketball. But it's not like they're playing peewee basketball and you're offering some insane product. I mean, it's basically the same product, and they don't have to do school and all that. All they have to do is focus on hooping. Like, what's there to talk about? These kids should be paid a standardized salary that covers all their schooling, and on top of that, life costs as well.
1: But are you, is it really accurate to call it an insane product? Is it, like, because I think the only insane products I know of are all at Barbecue BBQPitStop, BBQPitStop.com. I mean, like, Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Egg, Camp Chef, like, those are insane products. You know, when you're talking about Flavor Knuckles Asado seasoning, that's an insane product. See, like, I think the terminology, you're playing fast and loose with your words because you're not talking about Asado seasoning (coughs) for Flavor Knuckles. which you can only get at BBQPitStop.com. But again, you guys, I talk about this all the time. Barbecue Pit Stop. You hear the name Barbecue Pit Stop, the best barbecue equipment in the business, period. And it's where I bought my Traeger. It's where so many of our listeners have gone and bought their Traegers. They've become, you know, wing drumette eaters because we don't eat flats on this show. Um, At least the (coughs) men on this show don't eat flats. Uh huh. Jake, do you like Um flats?
0: um I, I have no comment at this time
1: right um, uh, my point is um but this revolution of pellet smokers and Traegers and yoders and you look at a big green egg those things are beautiful you look at camp chef and the yoders are just we were talking to a friend of ours today about yoder smokers yeah they're machines they're behemoths they're beautiful they're amazing the, the, the end product You look at a Traeger, I'm an Ironwood 885 guy sitting in my backyard right now. Going to fire it up over the weekend and make some wings. Cannot wait. Because the weather's beautiful, it's time to fire up the smoker. Cherry pellets, bbqpitstop.com. Competition mix where you get all the woods and the flavors in those pellets, bbqpitstop.com. And if you're in the great state of Utah... Logan, Layton, Lehigh, Payson, beautiful brand new store in a butcher shop in Payson. The GZ St. George has a beautiful barbecue pit stop. The boys up in Murray on State Street across from the mall that took such great care of us, they're all entrepreneurs. They're all individually owned and operated and they're all barbecue experts. My guy, Stephen Lehigh, who runs barbecue competitions across the country, the guy's amazing. Tell him you heard about it on the Monty Show, chat with him online. Yes, You can do that no matter where you are in this great country of ours. Shop online, chat with them online, bbqpitstop.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. All right, your thoughts on this uh, National Labor Relations Board suit. Um, And where, where, I mean, do you think this changes? Do you think this changes college athletics? Because I am of the mind that this lawsuit has real teeth. This and what it is is it's a complaint. It's a it's a labor complaint. It has teeth. This is not some oh big deal. They're being litigious, dude. This is the NLRB. This is this is a big deal. Talking about the complaint alleges that college athletes have been and are employees within the meaning. Talking about that you know the Pac-12 and the NCAA possessed and or exercised control over the labor relations policies of USC. There are players on the football and women's and men's basketball teams. Notice he ain't complaining about the bowling team; he's not complaining about the badminton team or the pickleball team. Right? He's complaining about football and basketball, which are the revenue-generating sports. Well, and that's,
0: for, that's, that's the core issue, right? Hey, Absolutely. you know these kids are making you money,
1: and they but who's get making the money? The kids. It's it's the rich billionaires that continue to become more and more of a billionaire. Because Brant Keithy tore his ACL while playing football. How many people worried about his future income versus, hey, his scholarship and his this and what's he mean? Like, how many people, again, on the, the women's Utah basketball team were thinking, man, all these girls, yeah, they're getting set up for life now. No, they're not. But the U's making a ton of money. The pac 12s making a ton of money. Like, look at Utah softball hosting a regional. Yeah. This weekend, up, up on the Hill, who's making the money? Is a, is, are, are the players on that team becoming financially secure through the money that's being generated through the regional or through the Super Regional or through the, the Women's College World Series? No, they're not, but the NCAA is. The Pac-12 is. The Big 12 is. Oklahoma is. Who's the best softball team in the world? Yeah,
0: and when you ask me, hey, who makes the money? It's so funny because when you asked me that, I didn't think, hey, who's, who's the money going to? I thought, hey, who actually does the making of the money? Well, Which that'd be the, the players. The players. That'd man. be the players. And that's what I feel like this this complaint is is getting at us. Hey, man, like, again, just like what he said. Hey, dude, like, these these people, men's and women's football, basketball, like, they're making you a ton of money, and what do they get? Well, they should get something, because, again, this has been the age-old thing with NIL as yes. well, right? Yeah. This is the age-old argument. Hey, well... Brant Keithy's not going to struggle with nil, even with a torn ACL, right? Like Cam Rising's not going to struggle. Cam's got this and got that, but but That's
1: a big deal. But though, Buddy, man. the
0: long snapper, who's never going to play, but oh yeah, see, he got rolled up on in the pile during practice, and yeah, it turns out he's got a a, a fracture of his right leg, so he's not going to play, and his career is likely over. Oh, but he's an employee. So he was making a salary and he did get benefits and now his career gets to continue.
1: Oh, got it. That's the issue, man. But you know who else this affects more than that? Look at BYU. Well, we've had a lot of conversations at BYU the last two weeks and the struggle financially at BYU for the for the players is massive. And nobody's talking about this. And I totally understand it. Nobody's talking about this that the opportunities off the the field in the court are not what they're supposed to be. And there's a lot of athletes at BYU that are disillusioned with the opportunities they're not getting. And the money they're not making. Yeah. But nobody talks about that because BYU is an NIL factory. They're not an NIL factory. They're not. And if you're a kid from, from Los Angeles or if you're a kid from Provo, Part of the reason you went to BYU is because you want to go get a, you want to go to Domo and have a an internship. Yeah. You want to get out of, you want to graduate and you want to work at MX. On, in Silicon Slopes, yeah, right? Because
0: God forbid you would want to leverage the relationships you come across as, you know, you know, this, whether you're Utah or Alabama or whatever, you know, God forbid you want to leverage relationships you would find yourself and get into and come to know as this top end athlete at a university. And that's what I've always found so fascinating. Like again, and again, remember the core issue. We're not saying, Hey, every kid should get paid. That's not what we're saying.
1: Do not confuse no, and, And I want to make sure you understand this. I'm not saying universities don't deserve to make money. I'm not saying that the NCAA doesn't deserve to make money, but there are two truths that you cannot get away from. This system has been horrendously slanted against the athlete for generations. <coughs> generations. Do you think do you think Bryant Denny Stadium was built because nobody plays football in it and nobody comes to watch football? <laughs> no, friends. This system has been rigged for generations. Now having said that, I have no problem with schools and NCAA and bodies making money. Yeah. But these players need to make money. They need to be able to eat. They need to be able to sleep. You know, there was a a, a kid. I was talking to a college football player the other week who who I invited to, hey, why don't you come by the studio? Let's hang out. Let's chat. And he's like, if you can kick me some gas money, talking about gas like he's talking about gas money and I'm like are you are, what do you mean and he's like hey dude I don't have a lot of money it's a starting football player it doesn't but nil like it I'm telling you nil is a disaster it's a disaster yeah and the transfer the transfer portal it's just the beginning <laughs> the transfer portal is feeding the disaster that is NIL. And until college athletics figures out how to tie those two together, you're going to have the National Labor Relations Board suing USC in in the Pac-12 and the NCAA.
0: Well, you know what NIL was, right? In the transfer portal? You know why those two got rolled out? Because that's just a cover for what's been happening for 10 years, right? Hey, uh, dude, I'm not playing in your program. Uh, I need to transfer over here, over there right but the problem is is it used to be it was really difficult to transfer yeah you had to sit out a year you had to sit out you had to go through all this paperwork there was all this stuff and so you were made
1: out to be a villain
0: yeah and so then they roll out they roll out nil and they roll out the portal hey you get one free pass you know and you can go anywhere you want and they marketed it as and rolled it out as hey dude yes you know players deserve flexibility and freedom and and never mind we're never going to pay you a damn dime But, hey, if you want to go out in your local community and you want to find some advertising dollars for yourself, be my guest, but you be damn sure that you're going to put that Nike uniform on and we're going to get that
1: bread. And you know what the funny thing about BYU is? I cannot tell you how many players at BYU are like, NIL here sucks. Like Coug Connect? Why do you think Coug Connect is so vital at BYU? And if you don't know what Coug Connect is, no matter where you are in this country, go to CougConnect.com. And look at what they're doing for BYU players. Because the NIL window is terrible. And I'll, I'll say up at Utah, the Crimson Club is fi- or the Crimson Collective has finally got up and running. And they are finally doing things. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing to me how many people have no idea that for most student athletes, living conditions have not improved. They have not improved. For most athletes. Now, some of them, <coughs> Shador Sanders will never want for anything. Mainly because his dad's his dad. Bronny. Is never going to want for anything. Those guys are walking into 10-figure. eight, 10-figure deals. Right? But for the average guy who's never going to play in the NFL, dude, seriously. Uh, all right. BYU, Chance says, BYU grabbed a big wide receiver uh, yesterday or two days ago. They're doing well in the portal. Certainly. But, I mean, you look at guys like Keaton Slovis coming to BYU, you know. But, by the way, I would also say, why is Keaton Slovis at BYU? Mm. Well, I would tell you it's because of Cody Epps played a role in that. You guys understand, they like, Cody Epps, modern day, <laughs> Southern California Cody Epps, who was in the transfer portal and damn near left. And everybody tried to say, well, Cody Epps is a, he's an honor code problem, man. Honor code. And we had nothing to do with honor code. Cody Epps is a good dude yeah it's a good dude and when you're you're bringing in friends of yours and BYU like is not you're not happy I'm not going to say he's unhappy but people have told us there's some friction and some discomfort with Cody Epps and the system at BYU but yet he's still out saying hey Keaton come play at BYU Are we clear on that like get it right BYU drives me crazy with that. I love Kalani. I'm thrilled with what he's done. I have a lot of respect for BYU, but man, there's just some dysfunction there. That's like, bro, you guys have more money than God. You don't have enough to to spread around the wealth.
0: You guys have so much money, you made
1: it on 60 Minutes. Oh, please, God. Where's the dump button? Do we, oh wait, we don't have one of those. Uh, Roger <laughs> Sales, how are you? Um, thank Roger. By the way. He went to
0: Super Chicks. And what did he get? A Bacavo. See, see my guy listen to me. You're a dirty savage. And what did he and what did he say to me? Reaches out and he says, "Hey man, thanks for the recommendation, Jake. That was a great recommendation." He never said that. Not only did he you never not said only that. did you get the Heat game right last night? You got me on the Bacavo and my
1: god was that a great sandwich. He sand never up. said that.
0: He did. Actually. That's a lie.
1: That's what he said. No, Roger Sales is a good red-blooded God-fearing American who would never eat a Bacavo sandwich. God bless. Bro. You probably did say that. He <laughs> so did. But, he did the, but it's Bacavo's it's, actually good. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so Roger has a really good chance of going to the RSL match with us. So though, you guys, the work you're doing for our friends at uh, Big O Tires and American Fork, thank you that for that. Um, I picked up my my uh, my Grand Cherokee at uh, Big O Tires in American Fork today. They tinted it. Bomb, dude. Bomb. They did such a good job. And not only did they tint my Grand Cherokee, they aligned my uh, Jeep. I, you guys know, I have a lifted Rubicon. Yeah. And nobody's been able to get the alignment right. Nobody. Like we've taken it, we've taken it to a couple of different places, and they can't get the alignment right. It was there for 90 minutes today. We had a meeting in in Utah County today. And we come back and pick it up, and the thing is straight as an arrow. And Ryan's like, yeah, it's good to go, man. (laughs) Hey, by the way, I fixed that step for you as well. I have a a, a rock slide uh, side step that wasn't closing all the way. And not only you want attention to detail when you get your car fixed, not only did he notice there was a problem, he fixed it. Like the service, yes. the service in American Fork, big O tires. Yes. Second tune Anything
0: none. you need done, bro. Call, oil changes.
1: But obviously, buy new tires, rotate your tires, get wheels. They have a great selection of wheels and tires. American Fork, big O tires. But anything you need transmission, motor, uh, tune up, top off your fluids, oil. He changed my oil today. Um, and you know, the thing that drives me crazy, so many people change your oil and they don't hit the reset thing to, so the stupid thing that says, Hey, time to change your oil, Dick had like, he t- ding. like dude. I didn't have to ask. He turned it off. Amazing. Like the, I cannot say enough about big O tires and American fork and the job they did for me. They are a presenting sponsor of RSL versus NYFC on June 10th at America first field Um, If you want to go and you want to guarantee yourself a spot, Big O Tires, American Fork. Buy new tires, get an oil change, get your tires rotated. Spend money at American Fork, Big O Tires, you're in for sure. You only have two spots left. You don't want to go get your tires? Okay, cool. Go to Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden in the Jeezy, They have a beautiful new store in St. George, Utah. What's up, everybody in St. George? Great to hear from you. Go to Super Chicks in St. George. Tell them, hey, I heard about you guys on the Monty Show. Shoot me a picture of your food like Roger Sales did. Get, get a Deluxe. Not a Bacavo. Do you guys see what I have to deal with here? Let's just say if you get a Deluxe, your chances go up. <laughs> Don't lie to <laughs> me. That your wife is going to find you attractive again. <clears throat> anyway, the point is. <laughs> Stay home. Sorry, folks. That's what it is. It is. It is. Uh, shoot us a picture. We'd love to take you. By the way, by the way, um, there's going to be a, a cool event called the Commanders Cup. Um, our we're going June 10th to RSL versus MIFC. Yeah, the Commanders Cup is this really cool military active duty military members playing a match uh, on Sunday at the practice facility for RSL. And it's just such a cool event. They're going to honor those guys on Saturday at the match uh, for RSL and NYFC. I think it's going to be amazing. We want you guys to go. I think we have two spots left. Um, We want you to go with us because Teddy Wayman pulled out. Like, he's just got to go and make his ribeye steak. Right. Casual. But we want you guys to go with us. Thanks to our good friends at uh, Big O Tires and American Fork. Thanks to our friends at Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road and in St. George. For presenting our RSL NYFC match. All right. Uh, let's see. Who's got what to say? Uh, Jeff John. Geoff, my dude. Dude, you're alive, bro. So Geoff had some issues. Some issues. I-, I would say
0: that his issues were,
1: you know, <laughs> on the larger Significant. side. Significant. Uh, he broke his back at Final. <laughs> Sup, guys. Glad to be back. Back is still broken. Back is broken. You're in. I broke my back. You are a specific kind of asshole. Spinal. I <laughs>
0: bro, I love you, Geoff. You know that, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself, bro.
1: Spinal. Back is broken. Back is broken. Uh. <laughs> back is still broken, but had a much-needed break from media. Much love, brothers. Hope you're good, Geoff. Yeah. Dude, I, I it just... Yeah, Don't be be scared to hit the DMs, man, if you need anything. Uh, Let us know. Jansen, my car had a weird noise nobody could fix for a year, and they fixed it for me. I couldn't be happier. Let's Let's go. go! Jansen. Jansen went to Big O Tires. He'll be joining us. he's joining us. He'll be joining us at RSL on June 10th. Uh, Looking forward to that. uh, Clint Mose says Jeep death wobble. See, but it's not anymore. Here's what happened. So I built a Rubicon, Jeep Wrangler, Rubicon. The, the video's on the channel. You guys can see a bunch of the stuff we did to it. And what, I, what, I, what had happened was the steering box in Jeep Wranglers got recalled because of the death wobble. So what I did is I took it back to the dealership. They swapped out the steering box, put in a brand new one. And then um, we put on a three inch TerraFlex lift um, and we put on a, um, a bar in front track, bar. a track bar,
0: adjustable track, adjustable
1: bar. track bar in front. And now that thing drives straight as an arrow. And now that, um, the spring is fixed and it's aligned the alignment money straight down the middle money, dude, no more death wobble. I've got 35s on there, dude, with, with some method racing wheels like that. It thing drives is, so nice. It's beautiful. You can get rid of that death wobble. It's not, it's not a permanent thing. Uh, Bigfoot Duck says, to be fair, Stetson Bennett spent six years in college and still has no college degree. Oh, but he can put him back. Uh, Brent Burnett, being an employee is not always better, might regret that reclassification. It's a money grab. It's a negotiation ploy. They want to get back to the table and have a labor agreement. And I don't, mm, we'll see. Kane Nuren, what's up, Kay? The NFL will be happy to have farm teams. They will put money into Super Leagues or conferences. See, I think that's exactly right, Kay. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yep. Uh, John Dry. I want to see how many RSL people that have, the jab, that have the jab does on the field. Almost worth watching sober. I don't know what you mean, bro. What do you mean by yeah, that? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, Brent Burnett. Uh, employers can't control you and everything else. And IL money hard to get when employer will keep it. Unions get started and then unions screw you. Oh, I'm a huge, mm. uh, Too much money creates problems. Well, money, more money, more problems. It ain't wrong. Bigfoot duck can uh, not put spinning rims on the BMW. Nah, man, I'm not a Sprewell spinner guy. <laughs> I'm, not. I'm not. Sam Jay. Super League Midwest Division: Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State, Nebraska, Notre Dame, Ohio State, whoa, and Wisco. Whoa! Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa! V. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Gonna enjoy the break here. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Good show so far, man. How are you feeling? You all right, uh, dude? Man, bro.
0: Little, little sore on the side here from the range okay. session right. yesterday. Uh, but uh, while we're in break here on the program, uh, you know, just gotta. All right, yeah. it's been about 30 seconds. I think we're ready
1: here. Okay. Ohio State and Michigan.
0: Oh, okay. Great point. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Uh, you know, <laughs> the I guy, <got. laughs> Clayton Tune beats out Kyler this year. Take that to the bank. It's impossible to beat out Kyler this year.
0: It's too small. You can't beat him out. You know.
1: Have you not seen him working out? Have yeah, you dude. not seen the videos? I, and I'm being serious. Have you guys not seen the Kyler Murray workout yeah, this is video? This an exclusive video.
0: Pick it up.
1: I mean, you you know this exists, right? Look at Kyler in the squat rep.
0: Do you even lift? Who's
1: beating him out when he's working hard yeah, look, like
0: at, look at Look at how intense this workout is, too. Notice he's working out with the linebacking
1: crew. And oh. it's ass to grass. It's ass to grass squat time for Kyler. Rocking the night hoodie. Look at that face. knack. Look at my guy, Kyler. Get to the top of that rep. That's right. Hold on. Is he wearing gloves in that video? No, but Bryce Young is. Have you guys seen the Bryce Young workout video? Look
0: at that.
1: Look at that. Bryce Young working out. Look at Buddy's gloves. Look at Bryce Young wearing gloves right there. Red gloves on the hand. Now notice the intensity here. In four, the night hoodie. Four. Bryce four. It's Bryce Young. It's Kyler four. Murray. You know it's Bryce Young. First Three. team all little guy. It's, it, it's just got, Nothing? Okay okay I'll be quiet now my bad um (laughs) you missed half the message lost its context what do you mean I missed half the message uh, um, where you know Uh, I'm looking for your comment and I don't see we get a lot of those Um, where is it Uh, cannot put spinning rims on a BMW okay Uh, I don't did we miss the other half of the message Okay. Uh, Sam J says, uh, South Division, Alabama.
0: Roll Tide.
1: Roll Tide. Arkansas, Auburn, Georgia. LSU, go Tigers. Go Tigers. South Carolina, Rocky Top. Nick
0: Saban is a better man
1: than you are. Gary says, Spinal. John Dry says, uh, please join us, Utah. final. Riley O'Brien says, LMAO, he's back. And within seconds, Mike Tyson drops. It's only Back is broken. Back is I broken. broke my back. I broke my back. Spinal. final. You know. Uh, Jet Wayman, the tile king of Utah. Only five minutes away from you losing a ribeye steak, Jet. I earned that <laughs> yeah, no, ticket to the happen. game, LOL, but I'll be out of town that day. Jet? Jet. We don't, we don't have feelings, Jet. It's fine it's fine we know that you don't want to hang out with us because you don't want to bring the ribeye steak yeah I, look it's oh what a loser <laughs> you're probably gonna win the bet jet and i have a bet over the lakers nuggets series i'll even throw in the asparagus the asparagus sucks uh, oh, no. anyway oh my
0: not an asparagus guy oh
1: <laughs> uh, Glenn, what's up? Again, watching the showroom delayed today. Jake, that was the second best thing you've said. Quote, not everyone is worthy of sharing the experience when you're building something special. Okay. I like it. Glenn, good to see you. Bigfoot Duck, soon it will be high school sophomores bitching that they do not have the same spending cash as a, well, as a college football player. You're not wrong.
0: Well, that's, it's never good see, enough. that's the dog-eat-dog-eat dog eat world, though. At that
1: point, I'm good with it. Sam J Eastern Division already crowned Clemson Florida State Florida in God's name image and likeness Miami Florida Penn State Joe we Paterno built this program on NIL. He hates kids Peto Ver- <laughs> had to go there uh Virginia Tech West Virginia clean and that coal I it. Can hey, I get a- Bob Hey Bob, man dude, can, can I get a hose and a brush Gotta clean the coal today.
0: Hey, Bob, are you doing another interview announcing the Eastern Division?
1: All right, Brett Burnett. Uh, The church hasn't always had money. I don't want to talk about the church. John Dry, why GK be blaming the Big 12 when no one has joined us in the last few months? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Nate Davis, this is why Uh, Utah is going to the Big 12. Perhaps. Perhaps. It's fair. It see it's fair. Yeah, that's the thing about that's the thing about fear. It's fair. No, what no. is the line?
0: That's the thing about chaos. That's
1: the thing about chaos. It's fear. <coughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, the NLRB. Sorry. <coughs> am I the only one that keeps reading that is NRB? The NLRB. <laughs> the NRB.
0: Okay, in the comment section in the comment section. Do we know what NRB actually stands for? Because this is not what it is.
1: I am a child. <laughs> um, <laughs> the NLRB ain't fighting for post offices like they do these non-bargaining, non-union athletes. They followed organization, organized sports because there is a lot of money in it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, George Klyovkov's burner phone says, quote, U-Haul conference. <laughs> <laughs> Truck Stop Gumby, the <coughs> money program. I agree. Excuse me. I agree. Program. Program. He, program. And he did say program. He did, he did yeah. program. He, uh, my bad. My, program. Program. Is, my back program. is broken. Yeah, dude. Uh, Cougar. My back is <laughs> broken. Says the Ohio State. Yeah. Thank you. Thank that's you. That's right. That's right. Uh, a couple more before we uh, roll. Uh, we got the meats, Chase Holden says. We got the meats. Okay. Lee Jensen says fart noise incoming. That's not what that means. No. So, no. See, uh, that's not what that means. Cougar tracks, no roast beef. No. Ah! No. Uh, Chase Holden. Holden what? Bro. Hiscock. Holden what? Hiscock.
0: Hiscock. Hiscock. Holden (laughs) Middick. Hello, all. Here I am. Play it. Do it.
1: Do what? Do it. Do what? Do it.
0: Dave's in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent.
1: Hiscock. Uh, Hiscock. Oh my god. Waves I waves in opposition. Bro, I, I, absolutely I, I, legend. I make no apologies legend. for my for my inner child coming out. I I I don't. Uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza, make sure you use the promo code Monty. you get twenty five percent off your purchase of twenty five dollars or more. But no friends. Why don't you use the promo code GETBOGO today, yeah. tomorrow, and Saturday. Buy one, get one free, a larger family-sized pizza. Buy one, get one free at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Download the mobile app right now. It's a deal that they don't have very often, and it is a great deal. It's a free family-sized pizza. Get Bogo is the code, you guys. It's an amazing deal. Um, as always, we always tell you that our partners – And specifically, Papa Murphy's Pizza always does a great job. They always give you free stuff. They always give you discounts. This time, it's a free large pizza. When you buy one, you get one free. Use the promo code GETBOGO at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The Monty Show, as always, presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. And you guys, I say it all the time. Um, you, You can't plan for, for everything. You can't have an idea of what's going to happen when you walk out the door today. But you can know, hey, if I get into an accident, if I get hurt at work today, if I get into a car accident, if I get hit riding my motorcycle today, I know exactly who to call.
2: I still have a lot of fears and anxiety about driving. My name is Satanama. And last year I was in two car accidents in the same intersection, neither of which were my fault. I was hurt pretty bad. It's been really hard to have my kids get in the car because you can drive as careful as you want to drive, but you can't control what other people do. So when the advocates stepped in, it really took off a lot of stress. I can rely on the advocates and I know that they will treat me like I'm a person, like I deserve to be helped.
1: Theadvocates.com. Make sure you uh, tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. And I'm telling you you guys, you have nothing to lose. Chat with an attorney right now, 24-7 365 you can get on their website and you're like dude, I got hurt at work today, but they said they're gonna take care of it Why don't you ask an attorney for free? Because you never pay a consultation fee. You never pay a retainer You don't pay to talk to an attorney at the advocates. So get online right now the if it's you your mom Your sister family members friends your girlfriend your boyfriend get online take care of it Ask the experts and get the right answers because trust me when I say if you guys are getting in car accidents or, and everybody, when you're getting on your motorcycles, your bicycles, your scooters, please put on a helmet. And if you're driving in a car, please respect the space of, of cycles of all kinds, because it's yes. just so dangerous for those people riding. But if the, the worst happens, make sure you go to the best when the worst happens. The advocates, the advocates.com. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. All right, let's uh, get a couple more, Katie Raider. What's up, Katie Texas? Good to hear from you. Uh, Lee Jensen says the show is the best because it shows everyone's personality. I feel like I can join anytime and get a laugh or some serious analysis. We really try, you guys. Yeah. We do. We work really hard to laugh on this show. Um, even when, you know, I have to pay Jet Wayman that steak tonight. because um, the We're series not probably about that. The <laughs> series probably ends tonight. Uh, but by the way, looking at the um, pga championship phil mickelson amongst the uh live golf guys he's plus one um the leader is bryson dechambeau who is uh done for the day minus four shot a 66 today uh he in all likelihood although adam scott's minus three on the 12th right now um so he's playing the 13th but adam scott's got a chance to catch him but right now bryson dechambeau's in the clubhouse uh with the lead after round one minus four 66 there uh this is proving this is proving to be a very difficult course this weekend. The rough is incredibly deep. Yeah. It is incredibly deep. if you're in the rough around the greens, you're in real trouble at the PGA championship. Number one, it is very cold in Rochester. Um they were delayed this morning, and the reason they're still playing golf at this hour um at seven oh five Eastern is because they were delayed by frost this morning. Uh, which has been a real difficult situation. But Phil uh, Mickelson just uh, gets a bogey on the 11th. So he moves from plus one to plus two through 11. Uh, So he has six strokes off the lead. Dustin Johnson on the 12th is minus two putting for birdie. So you have a lot of the live golf guys hanging around. And I think Dustin's playing some of the best golf in the world right now as he drops in the birdie putties. Now minus three, he joins Scheffler, Scott, and Connors uh, at that group. Um, so now Dustin Johnson, who we talked about it yesterday. I probably should have picked him. I didn't. Uh, but I think Dustin's got a really good chance to, uh, end day one with the lead. Ricky Fowler's plus three, um, because it's garbage and Ricky's been playing some really good golf. It'd be nice to see Ricky Fowler end up, you know, making the cut and being on the, uh, the Sunday leaderboard, but he's never been that guy. Ricky nah. Fowler, I think is one of the more disappointing guys. Um, But we'll keep you up to date on that. There's a lot of guys still on the course. Big names like Matsuyama, um, who is uh, now plus two uh, through 12. So you're seeing a lot of big names in plus territory. This is going to be a very interesting cut line tomorrow. Yeah. Um, When you have guys like Matsuyama, who I think we all know he's capable of winning the whole damn thing, any tournament that he plays in.
0: Well, that's a fascinating part about these tournaments, right? Like day one on Thursday. You know, you got a lot of guys who are plus three, four, some guys even plus five. But you can still make the cut on Friday. But you just have to have a great round, though. And that's really tough around here.
1: It, it is really tough. Cantley's is going to drop another stroke. He's plus four through ten now. I mean, like, you're seeing a lot of big names that have competed. Yeah. You know, this season on tour to win big tournaments. You're seeing a lot of those guys. In plus territory, and it is it's remarkable how difficult the PGA championship that course is. Adam Scott, who's minus three, finds himself in the rough now, um, you know, with his second, so he's going to struggle. but I love big I love major golf. I really, really do. Uh, Mick Ace says, uh, in my profession, NRB means non-rebreather mask. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, what else would you be? I yeah, I mean that's you know obviously
0: that's the nomenclature
1: you know um monty rant what time is monty tries to win a ribeye <laughs> was that called for was that really called for was that was that monty necessary tries to win a ribeye well was that done, necessary sir. Well oh done. wow nice job got a whole out of the bunker there yeah uh Bazoon hoots okay Whenever you say your name is, kid. What the fuck are you? That was uncalled for, Monty Rant. Um, Jansen says, I hear if you get last in any LIV golf tournament, they cut your head off.
0: Well, I mean, I've heard that there are some severe consequences, dude. Saudi
1: stooge. Should the live golf guys be allowed to compete in, in non-PGA majors? Yeah, I think so. You think so? When they're non-PGA, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yep yep yeah i think this is interesting i mean it, it's awkward i mean dustin johnson the thing i'll say about dj is at least he said i'm doing it for the money he i want to play it. less yeah. i want to make more money and i want to play less and he straight up said on the golf reality show uh, oh my god dude yeah bro bogey swing in your, something bogeys in your mom um, is the name of that show uh, he straight up said if if your employer said hey why don't you work half full as much Full swing full swing why don't you why don't you work half as much and we'll pay you more and that's what live golf represents to them um but you look at you look at some of these other guys Rory McElroy is struggling massively at this tournament Jordan Spieth, I think is plus four on the tournament yeah Ricky Fowlers plus three through 11 yeah though he's in the fairway on the 12th like you just see a lot of names struggling. Phil Mickelson's struggling today. Yep. He is he is struggling a lot today. You know, he's plus two on the 12th, which is a, a a massive, a massive driver for him. We'll see. Maybe by he's got plenty of time to get into the the negative numbers here as he pipes a drive down the middle of the fairway. Good for him. Yeah. I don't know. I love golf. Um let's see. MJ Bassett says yes, the is overrated. Uh, C. Coppen, I think NRB would be funny if it meant no rubbing balls. That's not what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Choi, they better go get that LIB money. Dude. How slow can one guy play? <coughs> Katie Raider, why are they mutually exclusive, live in the PGA? Because, the well, the Saudis cut people's heads off, and it's blood money on the lived Saudi stooge. Other than that, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Maury Alvarez, our favorite Floridian. If I never see another round of golf on TV, I would die a happy man. Oh, wow, really? Man, I Maury. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Kurt Myers, golf is like poker. It's really a stretch to call them sports, dude. You're crazy. If you don't think golf is a sport, you've, you're not somebody that plays golf. Yeah, you don't get it. Yeah, it, it, golf is a physical sport. There is there is no doubt about that. Um, all right, let's get you to uh, Monty makes you bread money, otherwise known as ribeye or sexy pants. Um, <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Who wins the PGA Championship? Who'd you pick yesterday? Justin Thomas, which obviously is um, not going so well yeah. for you. Um, I picked. Who did I pick? Jordan Spieth or Brooks Kepka. That's right, yeah. Which, you know, if if we're being honest, doesn't feel like a, a great pick at this point. Um, but if you look dude, at where is my boy here? Jesus. Page seven.
0: Buddy's tied for 45th at plus two. Good lord. Yeah, dude. I'm
1: aware. Kepka's right next to him at plus two. I know. Bro. Did you have to bring that up? Plus two is making the cut. Jordan Spieth um, is plus three. He shot a plus three seventy three today. That's not great, but we'll see. Friday's moving day. I think we all know that. We'll keep an eye on that. And then you have the Los Angeles Lakers of Los Angeles <laughs> traveling to Denver, where le- weed is legal. Um, I have. Ne- <laughs> Why do I say stuff like that? I've never even smoked a joint. <coughs> Not one time in my entire life. Not I once. haven't either. I am not a weak. Well, that going away party and that's not
0: smoking a joint. That's a contact tie.
1: That's different. So <laughs> we're we're moving to Salt Lake City in 2013. <laughs> you were so pissed about this too. I remember this. I wasn't actually pissed. You were paranoid. I was going to be pissed because I was a, an overbearing father <laughs> anyway, <laughs> which is not wrong uh, anyway. So, Jake works at a place called Freebird's World Burritos in Walnut Creek. One of the best jobs I had. Yeah, in Walnut Creek, California. Yeah. The night before we leave to move to Salt Lake City in 2013, Jake goes to a going-away party that all of his friends and coworkers threw for him. Uh Uh-huh. I dropped him off because he, you know. I pick him up, and he comes out, and he is... (laughs) blazed bro that house was one of the smokiest
0: houses I've ever been in
1: and I don't mean oh man he got a little you rise a little he was blazed <laughs> drunk and high as a kite Uh-huh. that was the longest three minute drive home ever <laughs> ever and then you I the only thing I remember is you slept till like nine o'clock the next morning you're like everything's good man had a great time
0: hey man thanks for picking me up last hey, night
1: was great thanks for the ride <laughs> man believe never at not since the only other time that it was worse than that was for his 21st birthday in Vegas that was a
0: legendary night dude
1: you should tell it really quick then we'll do the Lakers no I don't want to tell that story
0: again okay fine
1: so we went to (sighs) fuck Jake's birthday is in December Mm. we were in Las Vegas covering the Utah Utes at the Las Vegas Bowl yeah Jake's birthday is on a third on a Thursday. I do the morning show. I have to do the morning show on Friday morning. We go to Mastro's Ocean Club uh, at City Center. Ooh, Tony Finau, who's plus five. Yeah, buddy's Garbo. Anyway, um, so we go to Mastro's Ocean Club. Jake's 21st birthday. First thing we do is get a Dreamberry martini. And like three more at the bar. We cute. got. I remember dude, when I had my first beer. Hammer drunk, have like seven straight up martinis, dinner, dessert, a couple hours of sleep. Wake up to do the morning show the next morning. And we're staying at the Palms Resort and Casino doing the show in the lobby. Yeah. Put on my Sunday best, dude. I put on a designer pair of jeans that always looked fresh. I had on a beautiful button up shirt. And I had on like a $200 pair of leather loafers. Slides. And I wake up and I throw up all over my bathroom toilet. I'm like, whew, thank God that's... God, that's God. Thank God that's over. Feel way better. Meander downstairs, set up the show. One thing leads to another. I got to throw up everywhere. <laughs> I'm sitting in one seat. Jake is sitting to my left in a chair. The great, late, now deceased Will Smith is sitting to my right. Ben Napoleon Wilson is sitting to his right. We are in the lobby doing a broadcast. And I got up. We, went, we were going to break. I got up and I started walking to the bathroom, which is about 500 yards. It was great journey. Oh, and it was the great journey. It's about 500 yards to walk. Halfway there, I threw up in my mouth spit it into a garbage can swallowed some of it it was oh i've got about 20 feet to the bathroom unbeknownst to me (laughs) me the bathroom entrance in the the lobby of the palms is a rotunda with a big post in the middle right i'm about to throw up i get to the entryway and i threw up all over the wall the left hand wall of that rotunda And I don't mean a little bit. I mean fucking everywhere, dude. All over the wall, all over the floor. I slipped and went down to a knee <laughs> in my own vomit. Bend the knee. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, here it comes again. And I went running into a bathroom stall.
2: Oh, dear. Oh,
1: my. Dude, I emptied every sin in my soul into that that toilet. He is a sick puppy. Like, I mean four really good volleys of just power. Death. Right, okay. Everything I drank, everything I ate. Turned around, walked out of that stall and felt like the million dollar man. Looked in the mirror. Good, good, Looked in the mirror and I was like, hell yeah, I didn't throw up on myself. I'm gonna be fine, ain't nobody gonna know. Strut, I didn't walk, I strutted back because I felt like a million bucks. You know when you throw up, you're like, fucking Um, right. I feel great.
0: Yeah. You feel refreshed.
1: Strut back to the broadcast location. Sit down. Doing the show and Jake's like still sitting on my left. (laughs) Jake's like I did the Aaron judge. Just looking down at my leg. I'm like what is wrong with this dude? dude? Do you need to go throw up? Like what is wrong with you? Doing the show and he's just like And I looked down at my left leg, and I had thrown up all over my left leg and shoe. Dude. Show ended, packed our stuff, went up to my room, and I slept all day. Got up, cleaned my loafer, which I still have, the leather dress shoe, and never looked back. (laughs) Having fun is the name of the game. That was incredible. Dude, I threw up all over the Palms Casino bathroom. That was one of the most embarrassing moments of my <laughs> life. Oh my god! Mori um, Alvarez says the black shirt—the w- shirt was black. Obviously, it well, was. Duh. Yeah, it I mean, was a fun. beautiful black button-up shirt with like pa- a, a beautiful pattern on it. Oof! Didn't throw up on that. Kurt Meyer said, "Just ruined my pizza." Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Welcome to the fucking show. My bad. My bad. The Nye guy, same thing happened when you eat at Italian Village in Murray. Dude, I love Italian Village. I love it. Love it. I do. So there's my story. There's Jake, you know. Mike Phillips says, what are we doing right now? Talking about throwing up all over a hotel bathroom.
0: Yeah, you got a problem?
1: Is that okay? Yeah.
0: It's only been two and a half hours since your first comment. I mean, you know.
1: All right. Can we talk about uh, the Lakers and the Nuggets tonight? Yeah. Monty makes you money. Yeah. Dude, I'm doubling down on it. Now, if you're betting this game, bet the Nuggets. Bet the Nuggets. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You're going to bet the Nuggets. And let me check. I want to make sure the money line didn't change. Because the Nuggets actually had a really nice money line. Um, The Nuggets are... Yeah, the Nuggets are minus 115. So I would tell you, bet the 215 money line. But if you want to get crazy and you want to come on over, bless up.
0: Yeah, I have the game. Do you have the over under? 226 and a half. Okay, and then Nuggets are minus
1: five and a half. Yep. And I have the Laker money line at plus 185. Why would you not bet the Laker money line? Yeah,
0: so you can get, uh, let's see. Yeah, plus 185 is the best one it looks like. Just looking at all the other options.
1: I think the Lakers are actually going to win the game. I, well, I believe that. But I'm telling you, if you're betting this, you got to bet the Nuggets. If you're putting your ducks down, you got to bet the Nuggets. Yeah,
0: I mean, the Lakers, this is the make or break game right now of the series, right? Like, you have, like, if you're the Lakers, all you had to do here was split. That's it. And you did it against Golden State,
1: and then you won that series. If you can yep. do it here, you'll win the series. Jet Wayman. I'm not betting this game, but if I did, I'd actually take the Lakers. I think so. And that's why I'm saying, Jet, like that's a really good point. This is one of those danger games where you're like, dude, I'd stay away from it. I would stay away from it because it's a really tough game to call. Boy, Phil Mickelson cannot make a putt all day long. Yeah, My man has been in position and he just can't make a putt. But I'd stay away from this game. Uh, But I think the only way to bet this game is to bet – I think i bet that the Lakers money line. Mm -hmm. Plus 185 is not a bad number. No, it's not at all. It is not not a bad number. Yeah. I think I would go Lakers plus 185. Uh, The Nye guy, whoa. The Nye guy says, go Nuggets. I want to hear everyone on ESPN cry about it for the next three weeks. That could happen. Jeremy Callahan, you thought the Celtics were going to win last night too. Wrong. I did. I did. What did he choke? Did he choke? Jason? Yeah, Jason Tatum. I mean, he had to have choked. Yeah. I mean, there's no real getting around that, dude. Yeah, I don't I mean, see any way that you... But no, why is nobody criticizing? Why is nobody... it's game one.
0: It's game one, not game seven. Plenty of time still to win the series. That's the thing about choke jobs, right? There can't be any going back, and that's why I think a lot of people aren't aren't coming down hard on Tatum is because, hey, James Harden, that was game seven and you choked. This is game one. That's what, and that's, I kind of agree he with it, but I also disagree hard.
1: With it. It's game one in your building and you lost. Did he get himied or was it Jason? I think it was Jason Tatum. I love Jimmy Butler. Don't get me wrong. I am not saying a disparaging thing about him. But I'm telling you now that as as well as Jimmy Butler played in streaks there, his assist game was what won them the game. But dude, I'm I'm telling you as much as I can say it. Jason Tatum went five straight possessions and never touched the ball. So explain me, is that just Jimmy keeping it from him? Well, no, because he wasn't checking him the whole time. How is Jason Tatum not touching the ball every time down? And how is he nine of seventeen? One one of three and 11-11 from the line for 30 points and choking. Yeah. Well, it's because he didn't want the ball. Yeah. He didn't want the ball. That's the problem because Brogdon and White were fantastic last night, I thought. Yeah. The Celtics shot 34% and mainly Jalen. I'm telling you, Jalen Brown ain't that guy. He is not a number one. Yeah. He's not a number one in my opinion.
0: No, I don't think he's a number one either. I think he's a number two. Absolutely. And I think that's the problem with this Celtics team. They they're not full of killers. They're not they're not a group that has that mentality that we're just gonna go out and we're gonna end this team tonight. And I think that's the only thing I that's why I gave the edge to the Heat last night, because I felt like, hey, this is game one. You got a point to prove Miami. Come out, and take control of the series. Cause now game two is an off game for Miami. Yeah, game two, is. you can you can chill. Because now you can go home one one. And And
1: Miami's a tough place to make a living, dude, as a road team. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. And that's why I say that. That's why it's so crucial. Like, again, Lakers Nuggets felt like the Lakers had a really nice showing in the second half against the Nuggets the other night. And I think that, you know, again, the problem is you lose that game one. Now you have to win tonight. You have to to have any chance. You have to.
1: Gabe Vincent's a legit performer, dude. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think the Lakers have to win this game. I think it is a must win for the Lakers. I don't know how you get around any other way about this. I think this is a must win for the Lakers. Absolutely. So I think that's probably how I would bet that. All right, let's uh, get your comments in here. I see everybody still talking college football, which is fine with me. Nate Simons, Dady Hickey was, uh, was doing an interview for the University of Arizona's alumni magazine. I could never find the name of that magazine. So that's why we didn't say it when he made those comments. According to Jason Shear, yeah. Listen, I Jason whoever he did it for. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not about Jason Shear. A lot of people were ripping Jason earlier. It's not about Jason. Jason's a credible guy. I don't have a problem with Jason Shear. But what I'm telling you is that when you look at this this comment and what what Nate is talking about here um, is a quote that we put up earlier about Dave Hickey. This is Dave Heakey, the athletic director at at U Arizona, a player's players program. A player's program, where Dave Heakey essentially said, Hey, man, it's fine if we leave the conference. Look at the last part of this paragraph. We'd like to be with the Pac 12 and continue the great tradition of the conference. But if not, there'll be a new landscape and a new opportunity for the University of Arizona. Uh, Well, thanks for the vote of confidence. Dude. This is what I'm talking about, you guys. When we continue to hear this stuff. And again, I don't hate on the Pac-12 supporters. I get it. But if you still believe that nobody's leaving this conference, your head's in the sand. And the conversation we had today about NBC, which we had Monday and which we've been... And I I don't care if you're tired of hearing me say it. We've been in the forefront of that story. We've been in... We have routinely beaten the national media on the Pac twelve TV deal story by a week minimum. I mean we beat we beat CBS Sports on NBC Universal by thirty five days. There's nobody coming to save them. There's nobody left. Yeah. Their only avenue, if they want a a deal that even approaches twenty million, is to go all in on Apple TV. Cause that's the only people willing to pay that kind of bread, ESPN's not gonna pay that kind of bread. Like you, you're in a position now where you have to do things that you have to do. Yeah. Not things you wanna do. You've put yourself in a position with the decisions and your actions you've made over the last eight months that now you have to do some things you don't wanna do. Yep. You have to do some things you have to do. And that is probably go all streaming. Facts. <laughs> I, I just don't see no, the like- way around it, bro. I, I just don't see how you how you get away from that. Yeah, it's bottom line. Nate Davis, Jason Tatum is a killer. He just didn't have it last night. That's why he yeah, choked last night. You don't yeah. have
0: killer and didn't have it last night, dude. Yeah. There's a difference between, dude. If he if he had thrown up
1: fifty and they lost, okay, yeah, I understand it. Hey, he's a killer. Ownage says wokeness destroyed the Pac-12. You don't know? Uh, wo- Do you understand that woke is one of the stupidest words in the English language? Yeah. You can't define it. And when you talk about wokeness, go ahead, genius, and tell me how woke the Pac-12 is. Yeah. What did woke have to do with them not going to market early enough? What did it have to do with them getting beat to market by the Big 12? What, how woke were they? Like this, I, I cannot stand people who are like, oh, you're woke, you're failure. You don't even know what woke means. You don't even know what it means. Like, what are you talking about? The guy, if the Lakers lose, we need uh, some volunteers to stand on suicide watch for the NBA front office. Well, I will say I will say I think the NBA is thriving right now. Yeah. They're having some of the biggest TV audiences they've ever had. Yep. And they're about to get billions. They're about to get 8 to 10 billion dollars a year on their TV deal. So yeah, I think they do.
0: It's insane money.
1: Nate says sorry to interrupt NBA talk. Nate, you're good, dude. Yeah, you're You're, good, bro. You're never an interruption ever. Don't think that way. You're good. Um, let's see. Nate, I want to go back to this. Is Jason Tatum a killer? I don't think he's a killer. Fifty points in a game seven, dude. Okay, that's all well and good. That's all well and good, but whose fault was it that he scored fifty points?
0: I don't know. Everyone's followed on the Sixers. I mean,
1: no one stopped him. It was the Sixers. And it's hard to score 50 points in a game. But I'm having trouble with Jason Tatum's a killer.
0: Okay. I mean, I think... Okay, if you want to say, hey, he's not a killer because he hasn't he hasn't performed in, you know... In multiple scenarios. You lost in the finals to Steph, like that game. Yeah,
1: he's at not home, a killer. No, you didn't lose in the finals to Steph. You lost to the finals at home. To Steph. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. How? The problem is, is that I believe that Jason can drop 50 in any game, but that doesn't mean he's a killer. That's, That's the problem. It's saying. not like one in the same thing. It's That's a mentality,
1: bro. I agree. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says using woke here should be a blockable offense. It really should be. Jet Wayman Monty is woke as fa. LOL Exactly. Thank you Jet. Thank, thank you. Thank you Buck. up. You, you. Woke, you woke me up Bucked yeah. up. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, Dodger fan. Jimmy Butler is the greatest playoff player I've ever seen. Uh, Has no to be. he's not. He's one of them dude. Playoff Jimmy is legit. Ownage they focused on LGBTQ and racial issues. They did. I must have missed that. I mean, it's not that's like we—that's
0: why BYU is not in the Pac-12. Are you serious, dude? I,
1: I guess we just—I mean, we don't cover the Pac-12 every day, so we don't know what dude. we're talking you're about. You're
0: in for somebody. Boom.
1: That's That'd why BYU here, is dude. not in the Pac-12. That's
0: one of the dumbest takes I've ever heard, man. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be
1: mean yeah. to you, bro, but that's just a dumb. Come comment. back when. Come back when you're ready to like have a real conversation, dude. Yeah. Like seriously, I'm sorry, man. You're killing me. Uh, Mike Maples. Yeah, I don't know about that, Jeremy, but it should be used appropriately, but I haven't seen that here. It's ne- The word woke is never used appropriately. Yeah. Never. Never. Uh, J- Brent Burnett. Butler will be MVP postseason playoffs. If they win this series, he will. No doubt. Brent Burnett also says, Joker crazy good this year regardless of team outcome. I, he's pushing to be the best player in the NBA. But the Rui Hachimura second half thing, you're gonna have to show me that you can beat Rui tonight, because I thought Rui did a really nice job on him. Yeah. Truckstop Gumby says I'm awake. What did I miss? Apparently, as much as we missed. Mapes, I did. I mean, Jason Tatum woke up this morning and told the man in the mirror, "You're a killer." Nope. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Kainer and Danny Ainge was a killer. Win- winning was everything. I miss the nba when i miss the michael charles larry like i miss when bill lambeer could take your head off i miss charles oakley being a chicago bull yeah jeremy callahan monty woke up this uh with his stomach growling because he didn't win no ribeye that's what i'm saying you know lee jensen james harden to the suns could be him and him and chiboy oh 36 Big fan. Eh. Maury Alvarez. BYU isn't in the pack because of the religious ties, not because of LGBTQ. Hey, they won't play on Sunday because that's the day they wash their magic underpants. So how are we going to have them in the conference? Um, That's um, why they're not in the conference. Um, you know. Harden to the Suns would be funny, but not happening. Probably not. Yeah. Although Ishbia's done some weird stuff. Yeah. All right, can we talk about uh, a couple of things? By the way, could you guys survive going to prison? Um. Share about this chick from Theranos. Sorry, did you say Thanos? Thanos. Theranos, she made a fake test kit thing, investment, fraud, trial, guilty.
0: Yeah, they basically claim that, hey, we could do all this blood testing on a drop of a blood instead of a whole vial.
1: Yeah, and you could do it instantly. Yeah, all this crazy stuff. She's going to jail for 11 years. Yeah. She owes $450 million in restitution. Yeah. What are you more worried about? 11 years in jail or $450 million in restitution? Oh,
0: 11 years in jail, and there's no doubt about this. It's
1: terrifying. There's
0: no doubt about this because, again, when you're in pharmaceutical, right, you're going to make hand over fist because you profit on people not being well. So so, to me, I'm sure she has access to $450 million somewhere. I guarantee you that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm terrified of going to prison. It's one of the reasons that like <laughs> I try to live on the straight and narrow, <laughs> right? It am I the only one that like prison sounds miserable to me? Yeah, dude, it it's terrible. It sounds scary to me. It sounds all the things you don't ever want to do. Prison's on that list for me. Yes. Right? Like I don't could do you think you could survive an 11 year stretch in prison? No. Nope. No, nope. like dead nah. or just yeah. you come yeah, out mentally broken.
0: No, I think I'd die. Honestly, I think I'd die because I'm not. I'm not cut from that same cloth, man. I have no problem saying it, dude. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not some hard ass. I'm not trying to be out here like John no. Moran is. Like no, I'm not some. That. I'm not some tough guy. I mean, I feel like if I, I. I honestly, I feel like if I got in a fist fight, I could hold my own. But like, I, I, I prisons a whole nother thing, man. I mean, you're talking about. You're literally talking about having to get in basically into gangs to survive. And then if you don't do what some guy in a gang wants you to do, you're going to get your ass beat. Like, it just is. It, it, uh, no, I don't think I would survive,
1: honestly. I don't think I'd survive in jail either. <laughs> like, I, I just. And that's I'm trying terrifying. i not to find out. I do not want to find out. I don't. Like, you had to know you were going to get caught. Like, this FTX Dude. guy. Did you guys hear about this Shaq FTX lawsuit? Dude. So, you know, the FTX guy He's going to jail, whatever. Yeah. They're trying to serve Shaquille Mm O'Neal, and he is doing everything he can do to dodge service in this FTX case.
0: So they've they've tried to serve him on, like, the NBA on TNT set. They've tried to serve him at his home. They tried to serve him. There's a report of they threw the papers at his Suburban or whatever vehicle he was in as he sped away. And the game here for Shaq is that these folks trying to serve these papers have 90 days to serve him from whatever date. And if those 90 days pass and he's not served, he can't be part of the lawsuit. So Shaq's just playing this cat and mouse game. And these guys are like trying to run him down. And, you know, this is the suit where, where they're, they're suing a ton of celebrities who basically backed FTX and endorsed it before doing research and, Damn. you know, talking about how it's amazing even though it wasn't and like basically lying to the consumer. And so they're suing all these celebrities, and Shaq is Shaq happened to be one of them. Now i not. I don't think this makes Shaq a bad person. I think Shaq is just like anyone else. Hey, crypto's the next thing. because like, remember where crypto was before we know what we know now. Crypto was like the Jesus Christ of Savior and money, right? Like, oh my God, you're gonna you're gonna build your whole life on crypto. It's amazing. Blockchain, amazing. So everybody was in on it. And Shaq has made a ton of money in his life. But why are they not going
1: after Tom Brady and Giselle's Bungeton Because
0: I think I think they paid. If I'm if I No, they lost a ton of money I know as an lost, investor. They lost so a bunch of
1: money. Yeah. Is it because they were investors and Shaq was an endorser? I believe so, yeah. That's got to be what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be what yeah. it is.
0: I mean, they don't to be honest with you, they don't they, they're not real detailed about like what exactly? Basically it's just the concept of hey, you endorse a product that you told consumers, "Hey, this is good." This when is actually, very good. Actually, it was terrible. And so they're suing a bunch of these celebs. So, I don't know the exact details of the Tom situation. Tommy, Tommy,
1: Tom. Yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah. with this whole Shaq thing. I don't know. Brent Burnett says Robert Downey Jr. survived prison like Joseph of old both came out on top. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, good. Jeremy Callahan, yo, FTX, don't freak the funk on the nasty dunk. Well. Okay. You know, I don't know. Truck Stop Gumby, I never bought into the crypto hype. It's coming back. Coming back. Kurt Myers, Tom Brady was an endorser, but I think because he lost so much of his own fortune on it. Yeah. You know. Jeremy Callahan, how the hell can you not find that dude and get somebody to sneak up to him?
0: Well, because you know what Shaq's doing. Shaq's paying all these people around him. Hey, if Buddy shows up, don't let him in, right? Like, hey, if dude shows up, don't let him in. Do
1: you mean kind of like when they they served me with the red light ticket at our house, what? and you open the door and let the process server in? What? So it is the last hour. We've told this story on the show. Like, I got a red light ticket in, in Arizona where it's hot, and I don't give a crap if it's a uh, a dry heat because right. it's still high heat. It still
0: heat. feels like an oven, dude.
1: So I got a red light ticket. Allegedly. No, I want to paint it thanks to you, jerk. Dickass. Um, <laughs> last hour that they could serve it. They had until six, like six or whatever time it was. You get <laughs> You get the knock on the door. Dude, how do you remember it was the last hour? Because I was pissed that you opened the door. And it was like 6 o'clock at night. Homie opens the door. And dude's like, hey, is fat ass here? And Jake's like, sure. Hey, chubs! Cops are here! Nobody said boo. Boo! Does he say? Does he? Does he go bros before hoes and be like, nah, man? Who? What are I
0: don't you looking know what for? a process server is at this point. I don't know anything about this.
1: They show Jake a picture, and he's like, "Oh, I'm
0: legit, dude. I'm a kid, bro." You were not. A... Like, I don't know anything about this, man. You were 25 at the time. 20?
1: What? You
0: asshole. I was not.
1: This is 2016.
0: Yeah. How old were
1: you in 2016?
0: uh okay let's see oh my <laughs> now let's see i would have been like 22.
1: okay same thing 25.
0: yeah dude i mean i don't but again I, you got to remember dude i'm not i'm not the guy that speeds ever so i don't know anything about process servers so homie or. comes to the door and they're
1: like hey where's fat ass and jake's like eating
0: <laughs> where's uh, yeah, sorry, man. He's not available right now. Hey, here's a picture. Uh, he's
1: eating. Here's a picture. Do you know this guy? Yeah, he's right <laughs> over there. He's a fat ass over there eating Twinkies. And Jake's literally like, hey, the cops are here for you. Tell them I'm yeah, not home. Yeah, I know what time it is. Tell him I'm not home. He's not home. Yeah, he is. I heard him. Okay, yeah, they know you're here. <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? Go to the door and the guy's like, yeah, you've been served. Here's your red light ticket. Dude, I didn't know any better.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, didn't know any better. Think you just on one You time. should have told me. Notice he never told me. Hey, by the way, if someone comes up but to the who door, who
1: knows that they're coming? They don't tell you. They're not like, oh, hey, fan ass, we're coming to serve you. Uh, if you could serve us, <laughs> yeah, this, this ain't no prime stuff. They're not like, oh, we coming, and it's Louie. You can make sure you finish that box of Twinkies by six fifty nine. That'd be great, Chubbs. Thanks. All right, we'll see you in a bit. <laughs> they don't make an appointment to serve you with a red light summons. So how am I supposed to know if I've never encountered uh, uh, a summons?
0: How am I supposed to know?
1: Here's the what here's, am I supposed to do? When dude it with the police comes to the door and says, hey. Right, but he's not in a police uniform. Yes, he
0: was. No, he was not, dude. He was not. Okay,
1: let me get the, the He was wearing a jacket that said police, yeah. not an actual <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> And and he was. He was wearing He was wearing you know, one those of those button up jackets. Those FBI jackets. Yeah, the it, it says you're fucked on it. Yeah. Here I am. I, what I would expect you to do and anybody else do and what I would do for you and not... The, not. I'm telling you, I'm hoping to God that somebody shows up with like a paternity suit or something and I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's over here. Yep, him and his hair in my hose making babies right over here, no. man. Like you are the... If they show up and knock on the door and anybody that looks like a cop is like, hey, is fat ass here? Your answer is... Who's fat ass? Nobody said boo. Here's a picture. Never seen him. Peace out, bro. Close the door. Close close the door. Is it asking too much? Is it asking too much? No, it's not. (laughs) Jerk. Anyway. It's a goat story, dude. Brent Burnett, part of serving can, party serving can win default, so best to accept the service. No, never. Oh, dude. Uh, Lee Jensen, was it one of those stripper police outfits? It wasn't, unfortunately. It was an old man. So you could have kicked his ass, too.
2: It is what it is.
1: Kurt Myers, if you're a fugitive of justice, do not open the door. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, is uh, Fat Ass here? No. Who's Fat Ass? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Can you narrow it down a little bit? There's a lot of fat asses that live in Phoenix. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Neville 93 says, rocking the baby, and I'm listening to you guys talk about this. I love it. <laughs> Neville, stop sending me. Neville sent me a video of a guy going on one of those, hanging from a go nah, round. Dude, and hitting nah, his hee-hoo on a, on a balance bar. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I've seen that video, and it is still bad uh brett burnett might be a different civil versus criminal but civil service is easy stuff don't yeah you know it's easy don't open the door maybe there's a there's a peephole maybe look oh it's the cops probably don't want to open see here's that. the deal i
0: did look through the peephole, and i was like oh who is this guy? oh cool the cops can i see your
1: gun yes 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 anyway anyway I, I it just is what it is It just is what it is. All right, a couple more. I want to ask you guys about ChatGPT. Oh, God. Before we get out of here for the week, because don't forget we're off tomorrow. Um, ChatGPT is on your iPhone now, where you can download the app. Are you in or are you out? I've never used it, so I don't
0: appreciate it yet. You know, like, I've not gotten into AI and, like, you know, telling telling this bot what to do. Or, like, I'm not John Moran. I don't write my apologies with ChatGPT. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. you guys
1: saw that yesterday, right? That John ja Morant. <laughs> what is John ja Morant's problem? Ja Mor- Real John ja Moran apology from Adrian Wojnarowski. Take, just read the last line, but I take full accountability for my actions. I'm committed to continuing to work on myself. Yeah, when you put in, make an apology paragraph that you get caught again on G- chat GPT. But I take full accountability for my actions. I'm committed to continuing to work on myself. It's (laughs) word for word, Jackass. It's word for word what Ja did. He went to ChatGPT. So
0: do I think there's potential for this on iPhones? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I think that, you know, again, I think ChatGPT is is. How about
1: Skynet seedling, according to Jeremy? Yeah, I don't
0: disagree. AI is dangerous, been Uh. saying it for years. But hey, you know, we got to We got to automate everything, by the way. By the way, just want to point this out. Speaking of, you know, automating everything, the whole electric car thing and computers and cars and everything, (sighs) bro, California sent out a, 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 a notice in the news that asked electric car owners not to charge their cars this summer because they didn't want to overstress the grid. So let me get this right. Tesla, 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 because you want to make all the money. But then when people need to get to work, yeah, sorry, dude. Yeah, the charger that you installed in your garage, yeah, that's not going to work anymore, dude. Sorry. You're out of luck, bro.
1: They sent a note to EV users saying, don't charge your cars because it's uh, <laughs> zapping the electrical grid. Come on, bro. Yeah, because we're ready. We're ready. So things
0: like ChatGPT. Do I think it has its use? Yes. Do yeah. I think it could be productive?
1: Yes. Am do I ever going to download it on my phone? Probably not. Nah, bro. Do I
0: think they're going to bake it in iPhones? Absolutely.
1: Maury Alvarez, ChatGPT is fun, but Ja was uh, amazing to think of doing that. The part was the best part was ES, uh, listening to ESPN reporting the apology letter. Like it's unbelievable.
0: Like, does John ja Morant not have a publicist or an agent? Like, how do you not have someone write yeah, that for you? you?
1: By the way, did you see that Nike pulled his shoe?
0: Yeah, so Nike is about to release this new colorway, right? And the and the release is still on the Sneakers app. I believe it's called yep. the Hunger Colorway. It is. So it's a red and blue shoe, whatever. It's cool. They pulled all of his shoes from the Nike app, which is different than Sneakers app. <laughs> so there's rumors that Nike's quietly dissolving their partnership with him. So... Like-
1: why wouldn't you dissolve your partnership with him it's a bad look bro it's a bad look no i'm not doing john we've done job like three days in a row and it's just so it's so frustrating anyway i'm not into this ai thing and i i know i don't know the most about it i know that i am not an ai expert and i'm just a fuddy-duddy fat ass old man but i'm telling you
0: fat ass old man but
1: dude i'm telling you right now i am not embracing i am not embracing AI, I it terrifies me. Like the Skynet thing's only a joke. Listen, I think stuff like that and all this AI that, like, cause you have AI that's calling your, you, have you guys heard all these stories? These scams of um, of people, they go to public places and record, they follow people around to record them, clone their phone and call their parents and be like, yeah, your daughter was was in an accident and they they can make the ai make a voice make a sentence for her out of the voice they recorded Mm -hmm. and have her talk to her mom on the phone mom i'm in pain help it's crazy stuff like that that's already happening yeah apple is
0: rolling out this program on their phones Allegedly. Yeah, what
1: sense does this make?
0: Yeah, so Apple's rolling out. Basically what they want to do is they want AI to be able to replicate the sound of someone's voice so that folks who have trouble speaking can have mm. a conversation on the phone. The whole point of it is nope, hey, we want someone to potentially type on the phone and then it will speak for them. Nope. And it but the thing is is that it will speak just like them so they don't have to do the speaking and i'm just here to say dude i'm good man i understand that people deal with things and you know it's not easy and you know like there are challenges totally get it but this is just kind of odd like it's weird and the training is really interesting like as far as teaching this program how to do it so you download this on your phone or it might come baked in depends how they do it or whatever but but this is specifically pointed at folks uh you know, who have like ALS or like, you know, so you can train your phone to speak for you. So what you do is you download it and it says it it, full screen on your iPhone. It says, read the phrase. And it'll say something like grabbing a cup of coffee sounds great this afternoon, right? You're just going to read simple phrases and it's going to track your voice. Now people be like, well, Hey, okay. If you have ALS or if you have a condition where you can't speak, why would this be useful to you? Well, it would be useful to you because you could have someone else speak for you, teach this, and then all you have to do is, let's say, type into the phone or whatever, right? It it they wanted to act as a bridge, and what I'm saying is that, is that we just don't. I don't know that we need that yet, man. I don't know that the AI voice market is that deep. I could be wrong, but it just seems kind of like an oddball thing. It feel it very much feels like a, you know, uh, uh. uh Tech billionaire type idea. No. You know what it's just, you know what it feels
1: it feels stupid. It feels ridiculous. It feels like I don't need my iPhone to take over my life, and it probably already hasn't. I just don't know it. Mm. But what I'm telling you is stuff like, hey, talk for me, Siri, fuck that. That is, excuse my French, but that's asking for trouble. That's asking for somebody to hack your phone and have them call your bank or something. Like I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. There you know. And this is the same thing that I say about, about electric cars and cars and cars on the web. And hey, my car's connected to the internet until somebody steals it and it's not my car anymore. Like, there's just some things we don't need. Yeah, there's some stuff that we don't. We do. We have to have it all. At what point do we recognize that having your phone record your voice and training it to talk like you is not good? for so many reasons at what point do we realize that blockchain crypto wallets where if you lose one code you lose millions of dollars is not good for you yeah at what point do we start realizing this i'm just not i'm not doing it man i'm telling you now i am not doing it i, I guess i'll die an old fuddy duddy guy but yeah i'm not doing it yeah. ain't happening Monty Rant says, you guys could have AI do the show for you when you want an off day, I guess. No, I'm good. I The problem
0: AI has is it will never replicate. um, Yeah, it'll never replicate the human soul, basically, the human aspect. So, you know.
1: I don't know, man. I just think that, and this is, again, this is just me. I just think we're asking for trouble. Yeah, we're asking for trouble. That's all this is that. That's all this is. This is this is us opening the door for for more scandal, because you and I both know AI is already being used to scam people out of their money.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, man. You are not wrong, even a little bit. Am
1: I but am I making too much out of it? Is, Is am I being I think it's dangerous. I think we all like to romanticize AI.
0: We all like to romanticize what chat GPT can do. And I'm sure there's a lot of money to be made with it, but I do think in the long term, it is dangerous, man. It is productive, but it's dangerous, just like anything else. Like, I like, you know, Skynet's always the running joke, but
1: AI is... You cut AI loose, and who the hell knows what happens, you know? Lee Jensen wants to know if AI knows how to shout out to Mobamba. You know? Good luck finding we, that drop. We,
0: we have not taught
1: AI... How to
0: shout out to Mobamba yet, man.
1: But I, I I'm being serious. I don't know I don't know what it will take for me to embrace that stuff. Shout out to Mo Mobamba. Not a shout-out to Mobamba, shout mobamba no, that's not gonna make shout me embrace to it. Shout out to Mobamba. I'm not I'm not doing it. And it it's terrifying to me because as soon as we get because AI has uses. I totally automation and but what happened to them, What's gonna happen to the American worker? What's gonna what's more of what's already happening, mm-hmm. what's going to happen to the banking system. I'm telling you, this is the it's, it's Skynet. Make whatever joke you want. I'm telling you, this is the beginning of m- massive, in my opinion, massive issues.
0: Yeah. I
1: fear for your the rest of your your kids. When you have kids, if you ever lose your virginity, I, I am terrified. For I'm their a lives. fucking unit. I, well, you might be, but I'm terrified for their lives. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, that's just all I can say yep. Jet Wayman, AI scares the hell out of me the future is going to be wild, it totally is yes, totally yes. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby, can AI save the Pac-12 only Dave Heakey can save the Pac-12 <laughs> apparently <laughs> Brent Burnett, people don't have kids anymore
0: nope, they're having kids at a much
1: lower rate, not wrong about that how many kids do you want one would be nice, I'd have two though, at most one is nice, two is fine yeah. One is elite, two is kind of mid. Yeah. But I would have two. Yeah. That'd be the most though. Having raised an only child, I feel like you need to have two. Probably. That's probably. But you
0: know, we'll see. Yeah.
1: G off. Uh, two things true in life. Don't trust AI and don't trust the government. But see, I talk Final. About, and I no, I'm not doing politics. I'm not gonna don't talk about it. my desire don't for do small it. government. Don't do it. No. Nope. Monty nope. Rand says I want a lot of kids. Yeah, I'm sure you do, bro. And I want a lot of things. But yeah. this AI we're we're all in such a hurry to be in this, you know, alternate reality dude. I want it. Let's just I I, I don't know, man. I, I just wish that we could all I just don't trust it. Yeah. I don't trust because you it's know what not I not trust human, dude. Yeah, but I don't trust the humans who are using AI. Because that's where you lose me. I don't believe that humans are responsible people with, with dangerous tools. Yeah. I I don't. You know, like, I, I just can't. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I don't believe it. Yeah, I totally get that. Completely. I don't trust other humans. It's not even that I don't trust AI or like AI or embrace technology. I do. I don't trust humans with it. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. There you go. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Good talk. By the way, the Arizona Coyotes are asking their fans where should the coyotes build our new home? Uh not in Arizona, because ain't nobody there wants you.
0: Yeah, pretty much. K
1: Nurin says my friend had 10 kids. What what are you doing, bro? I you... Why would you have ten kids? Hisscock. 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 Lee Jensen, my mom is one of fifteen. God,
0: damn. Anita Dick and Ming.
1: Like 15 like a dick. how do you grow up in a house with 15 kids i need a dick <laughs> okay are you done like i don't even know like do you, who's like there's got to be somebody that gets emaciated in that house every day right stop crying like a little girl yeah so you're emaciated that was me yesterday you need to lose weight anyway <laughs> <laughs> like when you have 15 kids there's not you're enough you're eating a lot of pasta Dude, bro. no you're eating a lot of spam you, do you know how expensive it'd be to raise fifteen kids today?
0: Yeah, yeah. Inflation's real. Don't have kids.
1: And then you got to pay for the minivan and the twelve bedroom house, in the dungeon. So you... I don't know what George Niang has to do with this, but you know, George Niang. Yeah, the minivan. Dude, I'm being serious. Lee Jensen and my dad was one of seven, bro. Good lord, Jeremy Keller, My dad is one of twelve, dude. Bro, what? God damn. Monty Rant, you have 10 kids to make up for Jake having zero. Exactly right. Yeah, I guess. One of 12. I'm good. I just, yeah. Uh, Matthew Nichols just used AI to fully fill out a job application. Took 10 minutes on four applications. There you go, bro. Good for you. Good luck. Good luck. Maury Alvarez, I'm one of Eight. And that's why you're emaciated. Yeah, and I'm one of one, because I'm me. Mr. Preston, I'm one of nine. Did you guys ever have Christmas? Did you <laughs> nah. They were too busy recreating the earth. And, and Preston, you're fairly well adjusted in this world. Bro, did one, you Okay,
0: did you could just say he's personable?
1: He is a good dude. <laughs> Preston Palumbo's a good dude, man. Yeah. One of nine.
0: Knows how to work on a car.
1: Okay, so. Are there of your eight siblings? Like, are there some you like and some you don't? You cannot like all eight. There's of them. no way you like all you eight. You cannot of them, like You're all eight. There's no way. There is Let's no. Let's consult the douche meter. Way. There's no way. Jet Wayman. A guy I used to work with was one of 17. Dude,
0: what do we Dude, dude how What is, a Jimmy bro, on. How is the wife even in existence anymore, bro?
1: Wait, if you're one of 17,
0: <laughs>
1: did, did you just blow off the... So the wait, I'm trying to understand, dude. Did you blow off the mastectomy appointment? I'm trying to understand.
0: One of 17? One of 17 means that you had a kid every year of your life from like
1: 20 to 45, bro. Stop. One of 17... Did you have sex every day? Literally. Yes, yes, yes. That or your, your percentages, I'm telling you. Your colonizing I'm so percentages. so bricked up right now. Oh, did you take collagen or something? Like what supplement got you one of 17, dude? Like what did your dad have for dinner every night? Mike, uh, Mike Rochburns. <laughs> I'm one of eight maury says i like all seven of mine dude
0: my crotch (laughs) burns,
1: dude um you love all eight but you only like four or five of them that's what i'm saying yeah austin lewis moving to houston to sell solar thoughts on it please keep me entertained as i walk
0: dude thoughts on thoughts on houston well uh, I would highly recommend not using the washcloth technique. Um Yeah,
1: Deshaun's washcloth technique is not <laughs> how I would recommend you sell solar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to help a bro out.
0: Yeah, dude, don't 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 try to replace the washcloth with a solar panel. That's not going to work, bro. That's not going to work. Selling solar's tough.
1: But now... Let me tell you what, Nat. The problem with Houston is it flipping floods all the time. And you there's so many cheaters, bro. You got to be a Rockets fan, and the Astros cheat. And like, do you
0: really want to be a fat ass James Harden fan? Like, when he comes back? And like, you got
1: to live in the same town as the McNairs.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: bro, At least move like, to Dallas, and you can, you can live with Jera. He'll yeah. put salt on your McGriddle, and he'll circumcise. It's fine. <laughs> Come on, man. Jet Wayman says, true story. Um, Wait, what's a true story? Him being like one of 50. He said his mom turned to lesbian after 17 kids. What? Dude, but that's got to be traumatizing. I'm serious. When you have 17 kids, like at what point was it? (laughs) twelve? Okay. You know, this is our 12th kid. I'm going to get a vasectomy. Okay, I'm going to make an appointment. Oh, sorry, babe. I overslept. Um, oh, I'm it pregnant.
0: 17. That's I'm, why. I'm
1: pregnant. This is the 13th one. I need you to get a vasectomy. Okay, cool.
0: Made appointment.
1: <laughs> what now? Let me tell you hey, what
0: now. Hey, I know my vasectomy appointment's Friday at 9, but uh, me and the boys have a tea time, so I'm going to have to reschedule.
1: <laughs> yeah, would you mind if we knocked one out real quick before I head to the course? Dude, like
0: 17? You know uh, can I get on the t box before I get on the
1: cart? <laughs> Mr. Preston, I like all my siblings. I don't know my youngest sibling. She's 20 and I'm 40. Dude. We all work in the automotive industry. I oh. like it. I like it. 17 cuts down costs of contraception meds. Just saying. I, seriously. Do they make solar panels that small? Wow. That's not nice. Mike Rochburn's uh, LOL. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty creative. Uh, yeah, but with Dallas, you have Luca. Ooh, but oh, his mom. But, but you get his mom. Oh, you get his mom. No, no, no. My
0: name is Luca.
1: Mark Hales, make sure you get a sales license if the city requires it. That's great advice. Okay,
0: Mark, why are you coming in here with a serious comment? It's a great piece of advice. It actually is.
1: By the way, Jared Vanderbilt and D'Angelo Russell are starting tonight with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Austin Reeves. There you go. They're going to win that game. Kurt Myers, Jet, did you grow up in Lehigh? He did not. Uh, Kay Nurin, we love the we, we all love the six. Okay. No, sir, Kurt. We all know that Jet Wayman grew up, lives, and owns Draper. But all due respect, you better get a TV show if you have 17 kids. Seriously, dude. a reality series? Imagine Hello.
0: sitting on the couch and all 17 of your kids are like huddled up on the
1: floor watching TV with you. Giggity says some of your families needed to learn how to wrap it That's up. what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> hey, man. Went down the savers today looking for bedroom furniture and tripped upon some condoms. Like 17? 17 kids. Not one or two or three. 17. With one woman. Dude. But no, dude. Come on. Mike I mean, Rochburns. My dad is 12 out of 14 kids. I have so many cousins. Dude. Geoff says three is good. Well, you better hope three is good, with you broke it back. This case is empty. And i have to get one of them Empty. Oh, the opposite of four. I'm going to have to get one of them swings in the living room if you want to. Spinal. Uh, If you're going door to door in Texas, make sure to wear the bulletproof vest. Back is broken. You ain't wrong.
2: I broke my back.
1: You ain't wrong. All right, we have to go now. Don't forget, Bucked Up is the official energy drink of the Monty Show. In the description of this here show, there is a link for free bars, a bar sampler, the brand new protein bars from Bucked Up. Get a free sampler right now in the description below. Bucked Up, the official energy drink of The Monty Show. And really, it's the official energy provider of The Monty Show. We don't need solar panels. We have Bucked Up, sir. Thank you. Until Monday. Say Mike Crotchburns. Mike Crotchburns. Bye-bye.